0: What's going on, everybody? It is Coach Greg Adams back in here with another YouTube live stream. Shout out to the Coach Gang. And
1: that's you. For
0: being in here, being involved, and being active on this YouTube channel. And welcome to the Wake Up Show, part of the Free Agent Lifestyle podcast here on the Free Agent Lifestyle channel. You and in here with the Bruce Wayne it is. its ish. The king of kings, the king of content, and the speaker of truth. Yours truly, the notorious one. Here I come the, <laughs> the notorious one, aka Mister Coachellini, better known as the prognosticator Damas and Sea God Allah is back in the sphere. We got a great show today. This is the blue chip mindset, where we keep our mind on our money and our money on our mind. Despite the fact that I have no I'm job, ready? I lost all my firearms in a boating accident. All of my savings and XTX and Bitcoin crashed, you know, Uh, but at the end of the day, you're talking to a person that has worked his way up from the bottom to the top. All right. I have seen the promised land, but I've also seen the bottom. Hey, you're talking to a guy that 10 years ago had to live in his car. It was a decision making process. I didn't fall down too bad on on my luck. I had a vehicle, but I also had ambition. Right. This is the one reason why, you know, I'm cold, just like the middle of the winter. I'm colder than a Russian Natasha. All right. If he dies, he dies. That's why I'm cold. All right. Because one thing I know. You're going to die alone. There's no there's no people. There's no double. There's no double bunks in the casket. This is all about you and you yourself. Yes, you do have responsibilities out here. And thus, if you need to take care of them, you take care of them. But This is a one man journey. This is a one man mission. This is a one man mission. You must look out for number one, primo, numero uno. All right, number one, CGA. There's no double bunk caskets. You only going down there by yourself and you can't take the money with you. So you must do what you need to do for yourself while you're here. Some of you passionate socialist Marxists want to care about everybody else. You, in fact, care about everybody else more than you care about yourself. That's not a principle of the blue chip mindset. You must look out for numero uno. And as a matter of fact, as a matter of fact, if you believe in yourself so much, you will become way more important than everybody else. Hell yeah. I'm just letting you know. You will become way more important than everybody else. I mean, you will look out for yourself more than anybody else can. In fact, most people who are social, socialist Marxists, if you will, You know, social themselves, they're a Marxist to themselves. They'll actually pity you for not looking out for other people more than you look out for yourself. They'll, like, wait a minute. You're looking out for yourself so much. What about these other people? I apologize. Why am I looking out for everybody else more than I will look out for myself? I'm just letting you know right now. New, 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 New world order. But at the end of the day, be selfish until you don't have to be. Okay. Until you have to be. So, anyway. We're going to get into this show. It's the blue chip mindset. The main purpose of the show you see on the thumbnail, it says you're not broke. You're, I'm sorry, you're not poor. You're broke. All right, especially even in America. And if you travel the, the, the seven seas, you will find out that most Americans are not, in fact, poor. More, Most Americans are, in fact, broke. And we're going to break mm-hmm. that down right now. And we're going to also identify the fastest growing group of broke people. Now, this one is not going to be a surprise. It's not going to be a surprise. So, we're going to double end this, as the realtors say. That means they're going to make money on both ends. We're going to double end this. We're going to reveal who the fastest growing group of broke people are. And then we're going to also understand why they are, in fact, broke. Mm. Okay. So, we're going to try to prevent you from being broke minded. Obviously, number one, look out for self, have a knowledge of self, have a great confidence behind yourself. Hey, even when I was down at my lowest low, Even when I was living in the back of a Ford Explorer, I knew that I would not be here very long because I had a belief in myself. I was successful before that, and I knew I would be greatly successful after that. And it didn't mean the amount of money that I make, although that was a deciding factor. I knew that I would be good and that if people chose to not ride on this train, yes, ride that train, hey, they'll need me before I need them. That's one of my principles. You'll need me. Before I need you, because I'm that great. Yes, indeed, I am that great. I'm that, listen, I'm that great and self-sufficient that I know one thing to be true. You'll need me before I need you. And this is kind of one of the things that I tell you about or having that velvet rope, <laughs> that velvet rope and in inviting people into your life. And then at some particular point, if people choose to not be a part of your real life, that's fine. If they choose to do you bad, well, you say, well, I'll watch you freeze. It's okay, because I'll, you'll need me before I need you. Listen, I know this to be true. The other reason I knew it to be true is because I, eh, I have great pride in myself. I will not ask for help. I don't ask for help. I basically say, well, I have two hands. I have two legs. I'm a fully functioning, able adult. I'll find a way. Where there's a will, there's a way. And trust me, a man like me, there's a will. All right. I don't like to embarrass myself. You know what I mean? A lot of men and unfortunately men that are melanated, you like to embarrass yourself out here. You're constantly embarrassing yourself, asking for help and begging, panhandling and hustling and asking for hookups and shit like that. It's embarrassing. Like you embarrass yourself when you are able-bodied human being, male, man, I will say male, and you're begging and you're saying that these people who are invisible Have more power over you than you yourself. It's embarrassing. Mm. Like, you got, can you feel yourself being embarrassed? You have to hustle people out of your money, out of their money. You have to beg. You have to come up with 50, 11 excuses of why you can't make it. And all of the excuses seem to come from invisible people the man, the white man, the government, and all of these people. Listen, they need you more than you need them. Mm. But that's neither here nor there. But it makes me sick and disgusted that a human being, especially a male able body, would have to go and beg. Now, when it comes to the women that beg, well, it's par for the course, as they say. You would expect them to do that because they 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 somehow uh want to want to want to straddle the fence between being independent and then coming and begging off of you when you have uh, a reason for them to beg and panhandle. They seem to seem that they find justice in in penalizing you financially. So they say I'm independent, pending that I don't need you. But then they also run to the court. They run to the court of public opinion. They run to uh the, the courts to sue men for old ass me too reasons. And it's not a criminal case, it's always civil. They make up accusations, they don't need men, but they are a part of the fastest growing people of broke people, despite the fact that they're constantly trying to finesse men out of their money. It's mm-hmm. absolutely reprehensible behavior. And I look at it as, well, if that's how you're going to be, I'll watch you freeze. Mm -hmm. I'll watch you freeze. I'll watch you freeze. I have no problems watching you freeze. In fact, I will walk over you and look over you as you're (laughs) shivering in the corner and I won't offer you a blanket. Listen, that's kind of how I look at you because I pity people like that. I actually look down on you. I I I blow snot rockets and throw it on you. You know what I mean? I just am that cold. Mm. You know what I mean? Because I pity you as a human being. I I look down upon you and I say to myself, what a waste of oxygen. You know what I mean? Mm. Like, what a thief of oxygen here. I look at you and say, how possibly can you wake up and look at yourself in the mirror? I look at it and say, how possibly can you wake up and look yourself in the mirror? I, I'm I'm amazed because when I walk by mirrors, I look, and I'm often amazed at the work that the Lord did. I say, oh, my gosh, I am a fortunate human being. First of all, my chocolate skin gleams. Look at me. I'm somewhat, you know, still attractive looking when I'm in. I'm pro- approaching 50. I'm in decent shape. You know what I mean? I keep myself in decent shape. Handsome, striking, not only that able body I'm able body I was born a man I was born with this beautiful skin You know what I mean what's the what's the reason why I look in the mirror and will not be amazed at how beautiful my skin is I don't have to say I'm proud to be black but I look and I say wow what a what a job what a job the warlord has done here But then I say I was born in America and I was born with the ambition of many 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 emperors before me. This is how I do it. But some of you monkey simps wake up every day and you walk around like Linus with a dirt cloud carrying your blanket running around. It's absolutely reprehensible at how you can look at yourself and look at yourself as less than. When you were born in the day where you're one of the most fortunate human beings to walk through the face of the earth. I... I just don't get it. I don't get it. And I hate to pat myself on the back. I wish everybody thought like this because it would actually be a challenge out here for me. You know what I mean? There would be a challenge out of there will be challenges out here. But some of you men and most of you women make it easy for people to keep getting wealthy and you keep getting broke. And you make it easy for people to get out here and keep getting the women while you get none. You make it easy for people to be out here being successful and you to keep being broke. Poor mind. It's, it's, it's a layup out here. It's an absolute layup. It's easy. And I wish that you would believe so too, but listen, the less competition out on the field, the better for me, but I'm here not to put you down. I'm not here to uplift myself. I come to you in humbleness today. I come to you in a spirit of Humility. The spirits of guidance, the spirit of influence to get you off of your ass, your lazy ass, and believe in yourself. You believe in yourself today. Today, I want you to believe in yourself, whether you're a man or you're a woman, whether you're one of the fastest growing group of black people, which are the black American woman, whether you are, I don't care who you are and what gender you are, I don't care who you fornicate with, who you align with politically. Today, I will love to inspire you to be who you really should be. Now, if you take any of the words that I say as offensive today, I wish that you would immediately unsubscribe from my channel and never watch me again. I'm not asking you or begging you to be here. If you cannot take this level of humility and inspiration that I'm going to preside over you with today, and you come in the spirit of, Hate, jealousy, envy, feminine, feminine spirit, tampon tucking, pee sitting down. If you come in that spirit today, I ask you at this time to probably, probably get off of your fat lard, do an about face, exit the door, and I will not be anything. I will not even ask you for a like as you leave. I will not even ask you for a like. I will just say, please exit the facilities. We don't have time for the debauchery today. So as you leave, please take your subscription with you. I don't need it. I don't need it because I'm not here to pander. I'm not here to wipe your ass. I'm not here to make you feel good. By the end of this, you might feel bad about yourself, even worse than when you enter the building. But when you walk to that mirror the next time, When the next time you face yourself in that mirror and you cannot even look at your body and look yourself in the eye, you will remember every word that I said to you today. And then maybe, just maybe, you can look at yourself as I look at myself in the mirror. Absolutely, absolutely. It's so hard for me to sit back here in this studio looking at a guy out here hollering my name. Indeed, you know, it's hard for me, but I come in the spirit of humility. Anyway, 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 <laughs> do me a favor. Hit the like button because it's hard. You know, I look, you know, you don't look like me. I get it. One day you can. You don't feel like me. One day you can. And listen, and it doesn't matter if I got one subscriber or a million. It doesn't matter if I got $1 in a bank or 10 million. It doesn't matter. I still feel like this about myself. This is why I've been able to get myself from the spirit of uh, brokenness and poorness and poverty and homelessness to get to the position I'm in today. And this ain't, listen, if you're mad at where I'm at today, wait till five years from now. You'll be praying and praying and praying for my downfall and still, still, I will be where I am. Not only that, people have sent assassins after me. People have tried to financially ruin me. People have tried to cripple me. People have tried to stop my progress and still, I ran through them like it was the Holland Tunnel. Doesn't matter who you send. Doesn't matter how much hate. I know you're watching me. I know you're watching me like this. There's a couple of men watching me like this. And I welcome you. Because that's conviction on your face. You're being convicted by the spirit of male jealousy and envy. And it's okay because I need people like you. You were sent here on a mission by Satan himself. Many times many women. Maybe my ex. (laughs) <laughs> but at this particular point, it doesn't matter. Doesn't matter. I want you to be able to look at yourself in the mirror with a sense of pride and that the belief that you cannot be stopped. There's no man that can stop you. There's no entity, there's no government force, there's no woman that can stop you. And ladies, there's no man that can stop you. But of course, you're going to have to get on the back of CGA, ladies. You got to get rid of that feminism thing, man. Hey, listen, I'm speaking. The Holy Spirit is speaking through me, so please don't keep me on track today. I'm being being guided by the emperors of the past and the kings of the past and the spirits. Lord Chiefs himself is speaking through me. Chief God Allah is speaking through me. So allow me this one instance to go off. Anyway, we the king of kings in the building, do me a favor. Hit the like button and subscribe to this channel if you are willing to turn your life around do a 180 and about face and change the direction of your life the way you're going to do it is through the free agent lifestyle that's how you're going to do it you're going to get rid of all the leeches and parasites of your life you're going to identify them and as such you're going to bestow upon them the favor that they deserve you are a parasite and you're a leech you're going to get rid of them yes Mm -hmm. and then when they come back to you or use any systems to extort money from them, you're going to say, if I ever saw you on fire, I would not piss it off. You, I will not piss the fire out. You will tell them where they will forever reside in your spirit. You will never get a dirty, dirty dime off of me ever again. This is your last meal. This is your last meal. Enjoy. All right, this is what you have to do. This is how you have to walk on this planet but of course you want me to care about you and what have you done for me mm. <laughs> anyway hit the like button subscribe to the channel do me a favor dollar sign cga live is how you contribute to this show this is a great show this is the best entertainment here on youtube new 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 world order okay it's the best entertainment here on youtube <laughs> dollar sign cga live on the cash app coach greg adams tv on Venmo, paypal.me backslash coach, Greg Adams. That is pinned to the top of the live chat on the Free Agent Lifestyle channel. And you can, new, 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 new world order. You can send a super chat on the Notorious CGA channel. And I know you're late arriving to the show. I'll have to repeat that in a bit. And yes, we will have a moment to grift by the best grifter here on YouTube. As a matter of fact, we're going to get to the earlier contributors to today's show. And we're going to start off challenging a lot of these men here. We're going to challenge the men. Yeah, this is when the Wednesdays we challenge the men here. Women, Wednesdays we challenge the men. You know, we give you a little bit for the women. We give you a little bit of that, you know, give you some red pill shit. But today we're going to challenge you men. You know what I mean? And we're going to let the men get in their feelings. Oh, well, I'm not comfortable with that. Okay, but let me get to the earlier contributors to today's show. You see the topics. Timestamps will be on within the hour after the conclusion of today's show. The main event topic. We will get to that. Desert Brew Crew says keep your regular job, but work harder. When you're not on the clock, he says it's called mining your your own business, possible Bass Pro Shop sponsorship incoming. I wish they would. I need me a tracker boat. I need me to get out here. Hey. Mm. But look, um, yes, man, the mindset that we very, 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 very much help these uh, people who employ us. I, I when you're on the clock, you work for these people. OK, you work for these people. But when you're off the clock, you work harder for yourself. I wish people would have that much pride in themselves. It's very tough, though. I get it. It's very tough. It's a scary world out there. If you were raised by a single mother, it's going to be even more scarier you know, because they, they can't prepare you to be a man. Unfortunately, listen, I know a lot of ladies were like, I, I I raised men, single mothers. Listen, I was raised by a single mother. God bless her. She was one of the best single mothers I've ever had. She's an amazing woman. Could she make me the man that I needed to be? Uh, I don't think so. Although she did a fantastic job, I was incomplete. And it took me to learn those things. She gave me a great, great base and a foundation. Great, great base in the foundation. But a lot of women think they can raise men and they simply cannot. You cannot. You have zero qualifications to do so. And at most, at best, that man will make it out by the hair on his chinny chin chin. That is the best. But that man then is set backwards at least five to ten years. He has to start off life with a five to 10-year deficit at best. And many of them take that deficit and they double it. They flip it. They flip it, and it's a 20-year disadvantage if they don't make the deficit up within five years. That's the disadvantage of being raised by a single mother. Even the best job is a less-than-par job at best. It's double or triple bogey. Mm. And it is what it is. And so we pray for the young men Right now, that are in the belly of the beast of single motherhood. Although these women chose to do this job, we allow you to proceed in the spirit of failure, acting like you're doing well just because the kid graduated from high school. Mm. Many kids aren't even pulling that off. In fact, if they the public school or the public school indoctrination cap was actually challenging these kids, most of these kids wouldn't even make it through high school. And as a matter of fact, if you look at places like Baltimore, Milwaukee, and Wisconsin, Milwaukee, and Chicago, Atlanta, some of these kids can't even read at grade level. Mm. And yet we praise these people as if they're doing a fantastic job. I tell you, man, listen, it is a, it is a horrible thing to have to overcome, but you can overcome it. You can overcome it. Shout out to De Niro Tranquilo. Let's get to this money. That's what we doing today. Indeed, shout out to Deacon Clap Cheeks. We love Deacon Clap Cheeks. He says, my single mother told me I ain't ever going to be shit. Yes, indeed. And she speaks only as she can speak to a man. This is called nagging and we should accept it. But she speaks death and decay into men. This is the best they can do. This is the best they can do. I, I say this in the spirit of niceness. Ladies. It is not your job to lead. I know this sound, sounds misogynist, but the blind cannot lead the blind. If, in, in fact, you are one to reach for government resources. There is no way in the world you can be a leader in any household. In fact, if you walk in the spirit of W 2 and corporate jargon, there's no way you can lead a true leader. But if you are self sufficient, and know how to build things on your own. In fact, you can be a leader, but those people are few and far between. Oftentimes, you have killed the spirit of the young men that have resided in your house. You've alienated a lot of men, young men from their male leaders, only out of vindictiveness and spite. And then you've already killed the man before he's got in there. And as a matter of fact, if we want to be honest, I mentioned this the other day, it is in fact, statistically can be proven that a lot of these men didn't even make it out of the womb healthily. If we look at the statistics of early terminations of pregnancies, I would probably say 70% of these men did not even make it breathing oxygen. Most of these men didn't even have a chance at conception. Mm. Many of these men would have been a good men that women look for now. But yes, shout out to Henry Resilient. A little something for this motivational monologue. Appreciate all the free game you give daily. Thank you, brother. Thank you, brother. Shout out to Henry Resilient. Um, Yes, man, I missed out. How's your channel going, man? I haven't been able to catch up, uh, but we'll catch up, man. I know you guys have been hustling, hustling, hustling. But uh, if we want to change these things, I know people are like, these things are not right. Uh, you're not right about these things. These things are absolutely right, although they don't feel very good. And of course... You're convicted right now if your spirit is wounded listening to these lyrics right now. But if you think I'm wrong, you will have to prove me wrong. But the proof is in the pudding. You just saw two ninjas lose their life for some fat single mother down in Mexico to go get a BBL. I tell you our priorities are out of whack. Mm. Our priorities are out of whack. You cannot tell me. That this makes common sense. (laughs) Okay. What are we talking about here? Two black men. She goes down there, independent single mother, and then there's three men with her. Two of them lose their life for her to get a BBL and a tummy tuck. And you want to tell me we got our priority straights. I don't want to hear it. I don't want to hear it. (laughs) Listen. Oh, my goodness. Where are we at? And you act like I'm the crazy one out here. Listen, she got five kids. She's running around getting the BBL in Mexico, Brownsville, Texas. At, at, at mm. And I don't see anybody marching down there. Shout out to delicious Dave Paws mm. for the thumbs up. Kirby's in here says, when you didn't have blue chip last week, I got poor. All right. Yeah, man. I don't, we, we missed two blue chip mind, l- mindsets. Two blue chip mindsets. All right. So people are poor today. All right, we got Mr. Shabazz, says coach, who you got in the tournament, Gonzaga, maybe, never. Have they won a national championship? Maybe one. And I ain't never put my money on Gonzaga. <laughs> all right, shout out to Daniel McGee, says, I tell suckers all the time, no excuses. I've been to prison twice with three felonies. Now I have two degrees, certified stick welder, six figures for 10 years. If I can do it, anybody can do it. Also getting my 19, uh, 2019 vet dino tuned today. One of the beautiful things about these United States of America's, and this is why you can have so much optimism about turning, uh, uh, pouring shit on pancakes and turning it away, pouring syrup on shit and turning it into pancakes in America. You can do that. And I don't care who you are. You can do that. Man, we got some people that have kicked it in already on the PayPal. So we're going to do PayPal and then we're going to move on. I got some people to acknowledge over there. All right, my goodness. But this brother has been down to the lowest point and in America. this is the only. This is one of the only places that you can turn that around. Truth be told, as much as America is going to be bad and we're going to report, it's going to be harder and harder for you to do this now because the people at the top, they're stealing money from you left and right. And they're robbing you blind right in front of your face. I mean, this is actually one of the most, uh, this is one of the, the biggest wealth transfers in the history of the world. And I've been saying that since 2020. So I'm not a Johnny come lately. I've been saying this since 2020. They're stealing right in front of your eyes and you do not see it. So it's gonna be harder for you to recover. But in America, you can still do it. Yes, I know people don't think so. No, man, because because the black man, listen, if you come in here with this shit, please leave right now. We're not gonna do it. So ski's in here. He says ready for the blue chip mindset my favorite type of show 2023 will be a good year for blue collar men and he says and i can't come and fix i can't come and fix your faucet i'm sacrificing one year to get ahead all right you're sacrificing one for one for one year okay uh, Yeah, man, you got to sacrifice out here. Men got to make these sacrifices. I'm going to do two and then we're going to get on. to. I'm sorry, three more and I'm going to get on to the show. Jay Cool, my body, my choice so I can focus on my career. Sounds like some uh, lonely cat ladies in the future. Well, we're going to feel that we're going to realize if that that's the truth. You are right, coach. No need to be angry. Just let them call themselves out and show us what they are and who they are. Anybody who believes in feminism today, you got to be a complete moron. I mean, it has fallen on its face so many times, and I'm not here to rescue it. I'm here to say nana and boo but I'm also here to say, because it's only benefited a few people, and it has actually freed men and imprisoned women, but that's neither here nor there. I don't say that as a means to say it's negative about women. It's not. It's not negative about women. You've fallen for it. Um, it has freed men like me. It has freed a lot of men, and it is imprisoned and trapped and ensnared and taxed. Many, many women, and it just turned them into nothing but consumers. Uh, But but it is what it is. It's fine. A couple of women got a couple of promotions. Many of these women that you got these promotions, as we revealed yesterday, slept their way to the top. They still had to sleep their way to the top, i.e. the woman that was the CEO of B.E.D. Oh, I was a woman. I was hear me roar. I was empowered. Oh, I also had an affair with the boss. (laughs) Wait a minute. Who are you, ma'am?
1: Wait a minute. Who are you? Still had to
0: sleep your way to the top. (laughs) Times never change. What are we talking about? Still 10 toes up. Yeah, but she, you know, uh, for for the last two decades, everybody thought she worked her way up to the top. But at the end of the day, she still had to go 10 toes up. Kamala Harris style. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, it is what it is. Ain't nothing changed but the date. Don't believe it's all about what you believe it is to be. Where are we at here? Is this a woman? No full government name, but her name is Natalie. Anybody that, and by the way, is that an, I will say it could potentially be an Italian name. Many women that I know to be named Natalie are cute. I could be wrong here. I've never met any ugly Natalies. (laughs) Like, I've met a lot of sasquatches that were ugly. It kind of fit. It was par for the course. But Natalie seemed to be somewhat cute. So, I say that in kindness and appreciative because you did co-sponsor the show. I'm ready, Natalie says, showing some love. Appreciate your content. Thank you, man. Thank you, man. Have you ever seen an ugly Natalie. I've never really seen a stripper named Natalie either. Like I've never seen a piece of trailer park trash named Natalie. You know, I've never seen a methony or a Candace or a, you know what I mean? Like a, a Candace. I've never seen, I've never seen like a halfway Florida Kaylee, but she, her name was Natalie. I've never seen it. Natalie seemed to be somewhat balanced woman, All <laughs> right, Where are we at? Yeah, I've never seen a Britney or a Tiffany that didn't look like she grew up in a double wide. Natalie's are seem to be balanced. Where's the Natalie's at? We need more Natalie's out here. We don't need any more Kaylee's and Tiffany's and Brandy's and Britney's and all of these things. (laughs) All right, shout out to them. No Bethany's, no Metheny's. All right, so there's plenty, in all oh, right, here we go. Natalie's getting mad. Yeah, Natalie, big ups to all the Natalies out here. I want to see a picture of an ugly woman named Natalie. I You don't see that very much. All right, shout out to, we're going to call you Lorenzo, rolling in a Benzo. We'll subscribe to the Money Mindset Group when my first ever passive income check comes in. Thank you for this, coach. This is a sponsorship. He says I will be making mid 100k at 29, no kids, single, get that CDL. And that right there will tell you there's no excuses out here. If you are having a hard time finding a job, all right, uh you got to find it. There's a CDL, there's a there's a book at the DMV, go get it, read the book, get a CDL. Doesn't mean you're going to have riches, but you know, if you don't have any certifications and you're running around here, woe is me. You're not poor. You're broke. That's a broke mindset. Go get a certification. Certifications are very, very easy. Uh, they're they're easy. You just have to have a study. Study for a couple of weeks, read the book, schedule the test, drop 150 bucks. You know what I mean? Go panhandle for your 150 bucks. Go borrow it from your sugar mama. Instead of her buying you some Jordans, tell her to put some money down on your CDL. It's an easy thing to have fallback. And one of the reasons why I'm pretty confident in myself is because people are like, man, YouTube money ain't going to last forever. They could take you down and they could. But I got all kind of degrees and certifications. I'll be like, well, I'll just go back on what I got. I got a CDL motorcycle license. I got some skills. I actually have a master's degree, a bachelor's degree, associate's degree. I got a certification in fitness training and strength and conditioning and nutrition. Shit, what you talking about? Mm. I'll figure out how to cut hair at some particular point, and I might get my Series 7 and my Series Fifty mm. I'm always building on my shit to the point where it's like, well, if I fall down, I'm good. I'm going to be good. And by the way, I still don't have no job. Mm. <laughs> All right, look, we're going to get into the first part of the show. Hey, um, Corey Holcomb, shout out to him. I would say he's on the competitor level. Corey Holcomb, do you agree or disagree, gentlemen? It is time to get in your feelings. Yeah, I could sell feet pictures. I could be a therapist. This is how good I am. I could be a therapist because it's an easy thing to do. All they do is recite whatever the the, the, the professor at the University of California berserkly tells them to recite. And then they make up shit on the fly based on whoever's paying them. You know. Oh, and I'm about to get my pilot's license, too. I'm about to get my pilot's license. So, shh, Ninja, I will be flying the friendly-ass guys, and ladies, the Mile High Club will be lit. When I get my pilot's license, The Natalie might be the first one up. I mean, I haven't even seen a picture of the young lady, but I already know. I don't even need to see a picture. Her name is Natalie. I'll roll the dice on that one. Friendly Skies, Mile High Club will be litty. Mm -hmm. I'm going autopilot, 10 toes up. It's going to be wild. The Free agent Lifestyle Airlines is going to be ridiculous. I'm letting y'all know right now. (laughs) It's going to be terrible. Ladies, sign up. If you want to get into the Mile High Club, CGA will be sponsoring it in 2024 for sure. I will get you in there. Autopilot, click. I will get in there. I will get in there to the uh, tower. I will call the tower. Uh, how many miles of clearance do I have? I would like to go on autopilot as we cruise at a very, very reasonable altitude, 10,000 feet. On our way to Santa Barbara, can I cruise for about 15 good minutes? The, the Tower Control Tower Mile High Club certified. You can cruise for 15 mer- minutes. Click. Ten toes up. Here we go, ladies. <laughs> All right, 20,000 feet. It's going to be debaucherous. Debaucherous Airlines, it will be called. I'm just letting you know. And do not get on the plane acting like, do not get on the plane acting like you don't know what you're about to participate in. You will have an NDA. You will have a whole thing, a whole sheet that you're going to feel like. You know what I mean? They're going to look at the flight logs, the Jeffrey Eric Epstein flight logs. They're going to be like, this guy, what island was he flying on? The flight log is going to look debaucherous. Mm. <laughs> right. They're going to be like, this guy? Anyway, ladies, all right. Where are we at? Let's get into this. Corey Holcomb, comedian extraordinaire, YouTuber um he has this clip gentlemen do you believe in this one do you believe this clip I'm gonna play the clip and then you can let me know if this is true or false I might have to put a poll up all right let me see man let me see let me see Corey Holcomb and uh there he is right I think that's Corey Holcomb I could be wrong though yeah there he is on my screen right there all right so let me refresh and then play the audio okay let's see here
1: you have money you can get women okay Now, if you got a lot of money, you can get some of the finest women in the world. So with that being said, I want you to know the way your woman look represents your income. Uh, So I'm saying you ain't got to explain nothing to me.
0: I see this recession that hit a couple of y'all upside the head. Shout out to Corey Holcomb. Um, what do you think about this one? You know, we talk about this one a lot, and I'm not here to hammer you over your head. I realize many of you ninjas have fat women paying you, and you're telling you you got so much game. I've seen you game guys out here with your elephants out here. Stop lying. But um, a lot of you guys have taxis and all of these things, and you go reach out, and you go get you a gordita, you know you think this is true or false. We've been having this argument, you know, and it boils down to beauty standards. Well, I don't like flatbacks and I don't like women that look like this and I don't like them like that. I like them like this. I like them plump. I like them round and big. Is Corey Holcomb right? Is he right or is he wrong? People are saying that, yes, he's right. Some people are saying no pookie gets the attractive women. Um there's some, there's a case to be made. I'm not going to completely disagree. Uh, Pookie gets the women that are attractive when they are attractive and young. All right. Mm, yes, I, I see what you mean there. I see what you're saying there. Not, not always. They look attractive to you because you're still broke. Right. Well, when you look back at the women that Pookie are actually getting, most of them are eyelash wearing, you know, STD infected, you know, they, they're not really as fine as they were. And as a matter of fact, their value doesn't hold up very much, but but it's mostly right. I would agree with it. Let's play it again to see if you actually agree with it. Uh, Corey Holcomb here, and he's someone on the red pill side. If you got money, you can get women, okay?
1: Now, if you got a lot of money, you can get some of the finest women in the world. So with that being said, I want you to know the way your woman look represents your income. So I'm saying you ain't got to explain nothing to me. <laughs> I see this recession
0: that hit a couple of y'all outside the head. <laughs> if you got money, hey, you uh, can get stop, women. Stop stop, okay? stop, 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 stop. All right. So interesting conversation. I'm not going to go into a whole thing about it. Uh, I just thought that you would be it would be interesting to you for you to hear somebody else say something like it. And I mostly agree with that. I mostly agree with that and uh this is why we tell people level up. Now, it doesn't mean it doesn't mean the women are going to be good to you. It doesn't mean you don't have to hold masculine frame anymore. It doesn't mean that the women are going to be nice to you. It doesn't mean that they're going to love you and doesn't mean any of that. He's just talking about straight up access. It's just access. All right. So, um there's a different conversation to be had about that. Let's let's go to this next uh story within this point. Uh a school lunch lady is out here, what's going on ladies? What's going on, ladies? This goes into what's going on in the modern dating world. Women are saying they can't find a good man. Men are trash out here. They're saying they left their husband and their husband was abusive and uh, he's a deadbeat. But these women are out here going around with no punishment, sleeping with kids. Now, I've been telling you that they've been doing this for quite a long time. The majority of people that have worked in education have been women, especially early childhood education. Right. It's like 90 percent to 10 even even greater than that. It's like 93%. So, um, in the past, uh, there have been women that have been uh, crossed this line for a long time. They just haven't been caught. They haven't been caught. All right. But you haven't hear another one. We talked about the women in Colorado getting pregnant by a 13 year old and serving no job. Look at what this woman's doing. The school lunch lady. Now, look at this woman. Look at the lunch lady here. Her name is uh, Andy Page Rosafort. Let's just call a spade a spade. She's a little bit older. She doesn't look bad looking. She's not a bad looking woman. I would expect for a lunch lady to look a little bit more crazier than this. She's 31 years old. Uh, these women are out here. Uh, this is the negative effects of sexual freedom because now they're just horny, right? They're like, hey, there's nothing. There's, there, there's no there's no stopping me now. You know, no holes barred. She doesn't look bad. She looks like she'd be decent swipe on, on Tinder. She'd be a decent swipe. She'd be a good time, and she's probably nasty. As a matter of fact, we could probably just confirm that she's nasty. She's letting, she's sending nude messages, videos of her touching herself to a 14-year-old. Is it a boy? It might be a girl. They just said a pupil. Oh, it's a boy. She's. Um. It says right here, a school lunch lady has been accused of sexually assaulting a 14-year-old pupil from her school she worked at. Andy Page, Rosa Ford, age 31, from the Connecticut town of New Fairfield, allegedly used Snapchat and Instagram over a six-month period to send naked photographs and videos footage of herself to the boy and had sexual intercourse with him. I, uh, the first nude image was ale- edg- allegedly sent to the teenager after she had asked him, you want to see something. So she cold approached him. Uh, yeah. Yeah. When he asked if she had uh, sent the shot in error, she then zapped over another naked selfie. (laughs) So the guy was like, did you send that on purpose? Yes, I did. Police started investigating her behavior after a friend of the victim told her parents, told her parents, oh yeah, who subsequently reported the suspected assault. And me as a person that has worked in education, I will tell you, that's normally how it goes now. Okay, the person that is the victim the, the, the child in the case, he or she will not report it. They will not acknowledge it. They might not even tell anyone other than a friend. And then it is not until that friend tells their parents that the parents of the friend of the victim and starts the bullshit. I'm not to start the bullshit. They, they're the ones to report it. They first go to the parents of the victim. Then they go to the school and then it's normally, that's normally how it works. So this is how the victims, um, um, this is how the victim doesn't seem like a victim because they are seem like an active participant in this situation. This is exactly how it went down as well. So, um, what do you think, man? We're seeing more, we're hearing more and more of this. And this is again proof that feminism is a failure, it's allowing women to be free, and this freedom is enslaving them. Uh, sexual freedom is just not sexual freedom with, 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 um, with with, I guess consenting adults now they're going even further and again you guys don't believe me we're going to have all of these letters attached to the communities of the alphabet communities and pushing P will be one of them in fact the age of consent will be lowered for rainbow people and women before it will be for men because they got to give them an excuse to do it they're going to say well we were in love or it's a part of our culture and meanwhile they'll still throw your ass under the jail don't think you going out down there to the middle school or the high school thinking you going to get you a little something. <laughs> All right. They're going to push it down. They're going to lower the age of consent for women and rainbow people. All right. That's exactly what they're going to do. And uh, that's where we're headed. Anybody who supported that woman not getting jail time by being impregnated by the 13 year old. There you go. That's just more proof. Last point, And then we'll go to the super chats, the acknowledgements. Last point on this one. What does parental alienation look like? Well, here's a great example. Here's a great example of uh, uh, men getting alienated from their kids is one of the biggest tragedies in America. And it somewhat uh, allows women to straddle the fence between being a primary caregiver for their child and also eliminating the father from the kid's life. Now, uh, this is what happened to this father, it looks like, and his name is Papa and Sea Rat. Okay, but Papa cannot even see his daughter and wish her a happy birthday. So he had to take an ad out in the newspaper. Damn. And there is no outrage. Of course, he's a deadbeat, probably is abusive, and he probably doesn't pay his child support. Okay, but here it is right here. Happy fifth birthday. He can't send a birthday card to the, to the daughter. Um, And this is how he's going to keep receipts, by the way. Cause he's basically gonna, he's gonna publish this in the newspaper every year until she's an adult, and then he's gonna keep the clippings, and then when the mother runs out of child support and pushes the daughter into OnlyFans, or therapy, or uh, uh, hallucinogenics, or, or stripping, or sugar babying, or depression, when when that daughter has nothing to gain, gain, nothing to show for for twenty years under the wing of the mother, the father's gonna have these receipts and said I was looking out for you. You might have been taken away from me, but Papa loves you. Hashtag parental alienation and give it up for this guy right here. At least he's trying. (laughs) Unfortunately, there's not enough people who are passionate about this subject matter. There's not enough people passionate about this subject matter. You're passionate about stupid shit that you want to argue me about and you don't even have the balls to even have be passionate about these issues. But you want me to care about yours. Never that. Let me get to these contributions, man. Thank you, man. Thank you, man. These This is what I'm passionate about. Because a lot of men are victimized by this. And of course, guess what? When the child turns out to be a piece of shit, guess whose fault it is? Yeah.
1: And it it's all Jermaine's fault. It's always Jermaine's
0: fault. Yeah. It's daddy's fault. You weren't there. We know the whole. We know the whole script now. Well, your daddy wasn't there, and he didn't try, and he didn't fight hard enough. And he, yeah, we know it. Meanwhile, your mother lets you live in poverty and dwell in victimhood status, while poisoning you with your therapist. And then guess what? Guess what? You turned out to be nothing. You Turned out to be a loser. <laughs> and it's all dad's fault. Yeah. It is all Jermaine's fault. It's all. Welcome to Jermaine's feminism. Fault. Yes, I'm the wrong person. I'm wrong for calling this out, right? Where are we at? El Santo says, my contribution coach, free agent lifestyle for life. (laughs) life, life. Who is in here? We got Ross. He says, spend more than 30% of your income on rent to enhance perceived status. Well, 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 well. When we get to this, we're going to break these numbers down. How much percentage of people, you said it's more than 30%. Are you kidding me? Ross, people are spending close to 60% of their income, especially if you live in a blue state, a blue city. People are spending 60% of their income on rent and or mortgage. And when we we get to these numbers, we're going to show you how people are not poor. They are broke, meaning they have the income, but they're spending them on car payments, which the average car payment has jumped to $1,000 a month. You heard me right. So this is not poor. I mean, it's poor minded. You're not poor. What you are are broke. I mean, 30% of your income on, on, on living expenses. Who's doing that? Who's doing that? I mean, not, not many people are doing that. When we get to this, we're going to show you that people are simply broke. You're having the money. You're having the opportunities. You have pretty much what you need. But you also have debt, consumer debt. You have a, a, your your debt-to-income ratio is way off. Your credit spending, uh, your, your spending habits. Not only that, your vices, marijuana. I know, I'm going to get on my pedestal. You guys are spending $200, potentially a day, on wet marijuana. All right, maybe a week. I mean, please, I mean, do the math. $200, let's just say it's a week. Times four, that's 800 bucks. I tell, alcohol, alcohol, give me a break. Gambling, gambling, dating coaches, please. I mean, I'll tell you, man, and people are spending money on this one, money that they don't have. And these people are complaining that the system is against them and they're poor. You're not poor if you can spend $200 a week smoking. That You're not poor, you're broke. <laughs> Dates that Date, you're dating, and then you're saying that the system is against you. This is called being broke. You're, you, yeah, you're buying DoorDash, you're spending money going out to eat and buying drinks. I tell you what, buying drinks is how you go broke. Okay. Anybody that runs a restaurant knows, and this is what you should know because this is the blue chip mindset when you go out to eat, they basically break even or lose money on food. Restaurants, unless you go to like Javier's where they basically serve you Taco Bell on a plate for for 28 bucks. All right, you're getting Taco Bell, but just slightly better than Taco Bell, but but when you go out and you eat and then you buy two to four drinks, Ninja, 80% of your bill is drinks. (laughs) Like 80% 80% of your bill is drink. I mean alcohol drinks. You just <laughs> do you see where you lost the money? You could have went to the you could have went to the damn liquor store and sat at home, went to the drive-thru at Taco Bell, and you would have spent 10 bucks. But instead, you spent 80 bucks, four drinks, and a plate of Taco Bell at Javier's. For yourself, and if you brought a date, it's 160, 180. If she bought two or four drinks, mm. that dude, I'm telling you, this is not poor. You're broke. Straight jacket. It's brokenness beyond level. So shout out to Ross. He says, should you spend more than 30% of your income on rent to enhance perceived status? That's a decision that you're gonna have to make. I like to be away from broke people. All right. So I do spend a lot more than most people will spend on rent for peace of mind. I also like to be tucked away and behind gates and away from the city. (laughs) All right, but I don't do it to enhance status and say I live in an expensive zip code. I do it. I do it to get away from people. All right, that's what I do it for. All right, anyway. Macaroni Tony, men believe, men believe in your ability to ascend and succeed the same way you believe you, can, uh, you got the best pipe and can get and bag the baddest chick. That's interesting too. I like that as a matter of fact, because a lot of us do pride ourselves on bagging chicks or bagging the best chicks. And a lot of us are lying out here about the chicks that we're bagging, all right? Because there's not that many attractive women. But we do pride ourselves on that, but we don't pride ourselves in the ability to succeed. Then we get into debates. Well, what is successful? And money doesn't mean you're successful. Then it gets into all of these situations where they're trying to, Avoid the obvious. Listen, it comes down to dollars and cents. It's all all fake, yes, but in this world, inflation is kicking your ass. This is why I can say to you, they're stealing money right in front of your face. Right, They're robbing you blind. Actually, they're robbing you in broad day. Uh, But you don't realize it, and there's nobody that uh, has outrage against what's happening. We're going to get to that in the next segment. Nobody's outraged. They're just taking it from you they're charging you double they're charging you 30 40% for the same thing that the uh, same same thing that they, that was uh, 20 and 30% less last year they gave you stimulus checks and it was wiped out by inflation and it was taxed and gas wiped it out before you even got it into your grubby hands and you waited for it i mean it doesn't take a genius to figure this out but nobody has outrage not only that they're printing money digital money they're sending money off to foreign entities for feminism in Pakistan, All right. In Ukrainian war and World War Three, funneling money in and laundering money, and nobody's saying anything. There, we're still using the same that the white man's doing this and the ninjas are doing that, and the it's absolutely crazy. But there's nobody doing uh, there's nobody doing anything about it about themselves. All right. Jay Cool says, coach, I actually realized that for the first time in my life, I really do believe in myself. And I realized a couple weeks ago, without the belief in yourself, you have no chance out here. And you have to have a somewhat sick belief in yourself. The belief in yourself has to be so strong that people laugh at you. When you when you have this belief, they look at you and say, I can't believe you believe in yourself this much that's how sick the belief in yourself has to be because then by the time you actually can show why you believed in yourself, people will realize it and say, damn, I really see it now. It makes sense. It has to be disgustingly sick. It has to be to the point where you would be like, I, the other people can't believe that you have this self belief and self confidence. Absolutely. Absolutely. Jake, Wish says coach, you are preaching to the choir. No man or woman will block your progress or my progress. Take me out with the free agent lifestyle for life. <laughs> For life, for life. You know, I always tell people, I you know, if you ever see me in public, I'm a very confident walking guy to be built the way I'm built. <laughs> people be like you. I remember a high school they like you walk around with your head up high. <laughs> All right. I walk around like I got an S on my chest. I, call, I walk around like I got a bat between my legs. Pretty confident guy. Now, of course, if the shit start hitting the fan. I'm going to start scrambling. You know what I mean? I ain't going to be taking on an army or anything. I'm not trying to knock anybody's jaw out. However, yeah, it is what it is. <laughs> Where are we at? Uh, anyway, Winnie Wall says, happy Women's Day, coach. It is International Women's Day. Thank for all the women out here. Let's give them a round of applause. Let's give the women a round of applause, ladies. Happy International Women's Day. I don't know what we're supposed to do here. Uh, Let's thank the men for giving International Women's Day. What are we supposed to do with this? Let's acknowledge all the men that put the women in position to have an International Women's Day. Let's give them a round of applause. Appreciate you, gentlemen. Uh, Winnie Wall says also, Does anybody realize how much dedication that we show by studying these beautiful and intelligent creatures daily? Yeah. Shout out to UCGA for life. We study them so you guys can understand them. And uh, the more I understand them, the less I'm able to love them, but that doesn't just mean them. It's all people. When you get the sense of the human being, it is what it is. Let me do like four more PayPal's bear with me. And I got to catch up on super chat. I'm getting far behind. Mr. Hooper says, coach, don't forget Operation Honeypot and Death by Snoo Snoo. Be careful out there. Yeah, I got to be careful out there, too, because I'm I don't realize it sometimes that I can think I can fly under the radar. But uh, yeah, man, Uh, the best way, the easiest way to get in with men is Operation Honeypot and Snoo Snoo. All right. It is what it is. Mr. Richardson says shout out to the coach for the daily gospel. And we are preaching to you today. Inspiration. We got Daniel. I got you. Let me see here. Known unknown will join the money mindset group and use the receipt as a tax write-off for business. That's what you could do. He says, uh, be a 1099 man, start an LLC or an S-Corp, hashtag 10, I'm sorry, 100K plus, single, no kids at 30. And it's easy. Guys, you can have a business entity really quickly just like you have a birth certificate. Doesn't take much. JC says, I got a bachelor's degree, coach. Shout out to you. He got more degrees in a thermometer. And Mr. Anthony Gray said, shout out to the coach gang, the late great Earl Nightingale quoted the psychiatrist William James, "Any human being that does not reach its full potential becomes sick and becomes a cockroach, rat, vermin, and like any other parasite, will feed off of others' leavings." Wow. I was like, God dang, I never heard it put like that before. I currently, I'm currently, i currently making the highest salary I ever made now and relocated to a state where the standard of living is lower than where I was. Ask me if I'm satisfied. The answer is, nope, never be satisfied. So think about the quote when we uh want to be mediocre. Yeah, me- people who are mediocre, Uh, people are, will acknowledge it. I cannot stand mediocre people. And I'm somewhat mediocre myself, you know what I mean? Like, I I, I don't believe I am, but, you know, you, you'd you have to have, you have to make a case of why I'm mediocre. Like, you'd have to show me and be like, look at you, you mediocre, and I would have to look at it and be like, well, okay, where? <laughs> All right, so it's not going to be an easy case for you to prove. Um, People who mire in mediocrity are disappointing to me. Doesn't mean I hate you. Doesn't mean I look down on you. I'm just kind of disappointed. I'd be looking at you like, damn, like that. you kind of accept just being there. This is the blue chip mindset, y'all. This is the blue chip mindset. New, 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 this new, is the subject matter. Order. Average people, they're disappointing to me. I'm like, because average is a choice. You like choose to be like mediocre as a mother sucker. Like people will give you an opportunity. You'd be like, well, I don't really care about that opportunity. I'll just be average. And I'm like, dude, you literally could be like elite. You can literally be elite, like in your mind, like in your way you walk, the way you talk, and the way you feel about yourself. It's your self-esteem. You give this to yourself. You literally could just be, and to be slightly past mediocre does not take very much effort. You literally be like choosing, somebody said IQ is a real thing. Oh, you deleted it. Listen, we're not talking about money, smart, appearance. We're not talking about any of that. But people choose to be like, I'll just stay right here and be average. Here's my opinion on it. If you stay average, eventually some sort of inflation or taxation is going to drag you below average. Like today, you're average, but tomorrow you're slightly below average, just on the calendar moving another day. Just on a tax, just on an inflation, just on an emergency, just on an injury. You get injured. You're immediately below average or you drop below in mediocrity. It doesn't take much. But because that's why mediocre is disappointing to me. I'm going, man. Only a matter of time before you're below average. Because the next day, somebody's a competitor. The next day, somebody supersedes you. The next day, somebody tries harder. The next day, somebody does. And I'm under this constant pressure of there's somebody actually doing something a little bit better. So if I just sit here, I'm actually losing today. I'm actually losing. But it depends. It depends. Some people are comfortable just 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 using their one opportunity here to be the miracle that you are to actually waste years of your life. Hey, listen. I can't do it. It's your life. But what your mediocre ass is going to do is not get in my way. Do not tell me to slow down. See, the the telltale sign, the telltale sign of a mediocre person is that they tell a person that is trying to be excellent to slow down. The telltale sign of a mediocre person is that they tell a person that's trying to excel to slow down. That right there tells me you're accepting mediocrity. I cannot deal with people like that. I can't do you're a media that that right there pisses me off more than anything. You see, the person can go get it, and you're like, Well, don't go get it. And you're like, oh my lord. Mm. That right there, you cannot be a part of my life. <laughs> you're like, there's no way. That right there is a freaking disappointment. You're a disappointing person to me. There's nothing, there's nothing you can contribute to me. So anyway. <laughs> Where are we at? They try to stop you. Well, you don't have to get up and work hard every day, you freaking moron. Are you kidding me? All right, listen. I might not have to, but guess what? I also don't have to have you a part of my life. All right, let's go here. The financial fallout is on its way. Hey, man, do me a favor. Hit the like button. I know you're hearing this and you're like, who is this guy? If this is the first time you heard me and you stumbled upon my live stream, consider yourself lucky. I know. I know there's one thing you want to say to me to try to bring me down off of my high horse. Unfortunately, it's not going to work. All right. But (laughs) we're going to still continue to proceed forward. And I love you guys. I come in the spirit of humbleness. Listen, the financial fallout is on its way. You guys don't know it. Let's give you the evidence of it. If you're staying, uh, um, um, if you you didn't increase your income last year, you took a pay cut. Mm -hmm. True or false? True or false? Because we had this argument where I tried to educate people and people tried to act like I didn't t- know what I was talking about. I said in 2019, 100K is not worth the same 100K today. People were telling me I was absolutely wrong. Then I showed them and they were like, well, that's not exactly true. If you made $45,000 last year and to this year in February, in March, you make $40,000. You make the same income. You took a pay cut. You voluntarily took a pay cut, true or false. This is absolutely true. This is economics 101. But a lot of people aren't paying attention. This is how people are able to steal right in front of you. Because with inflation, with inflation, you lost money without an increase in money. You lost it. And it's not going backwards anytime soon. We are actually going through rate hikes significantly. We'll show you a chart. We'll show you a chart that if you buy a home today, at the prices the peak prices that they're at today you're basically buying them at double the the the, the interest rate i mean listen it's ridiculous so what you're going to do is a $700,000 house all right you're going to have the same payment that if you that if you did when you bought it at 600,000 uh, a year and a half ago it's going to be the same payment depending on what what your credit looks like i mean it's ridiculous so you already lost $100,000 in spending power on real estate alone. That's just real estate. That's just real estate. I mean, that's the, and even if your credit is bad, it's ridiculous. When we get to the car payment chart, you're going to see that the average car payment has jumped up to one, um, for a lot of car payment, $1,000 a month. Mm. one thousand dollars a month. It's crazy. But, this is how you don't see that people are stealing from you because now, in order to afford these cars, you need 84 months. 84 months of payments. Most of you could not even afford the 36 to 48 month payment. What car lasts for 84 months? All <laughs> right. So you're already kind of set behind. And if you're in a point where you need a car and you have not the best credit and you have high interest rates, they're telling you, even Elon, uh, not Jeff Bezos says, don't buy a car this year. It would be moronic. If you buy a house this year, you're almost, you're almost doing the double unthinkable. Mm. You're just throwing the money away. But you guys don't understand what interest means. This is why people could steal right in front of your face. I was always told there's two types of people, those who earn interest and those who pay interest. Many people can be both, but most people are either one or the other. All your life. And I've been a victim of this because I was raised by a single mother. It's not because she was who she was. A lot of single mothers are just ill-equipped intelligently on finances. They're very equipped on emotions, thank God. But they're very ill-equipped on the financial tip. So they typically do not understand the difference between earning interest and pay interest. And as a matter of fact, those who pay interest often are paying double what they could potentially earn. This is going to keep you into debt servitude. This is how you remain a slave. But you might say, well, I'm not a slave. I earn money. does it mean anything. Somebody just mentioned money is blue pill. Just because you earn money does not mean you're free. This is what feminism has to learn. But the financial fallout is on its way. Let's take a look, gentlemen and ladies. And what we are uh what we are experiencing right now and listen does you don't need a degree what to what we're you don't need a degree to understand what we're talking about this is week one of economic uh economics class in a high school the u.s government hits its 31.4 trillion debt ceiling by summertime we've been warning you about that and this triggers feel triggers fears of a nasty fallout for americans okay now what you're going to say is print more money well you're an idiot all right. If you say something like that, because that eventually just increases inflation, devalues the dollars. You're an idiot. But we could just do it. Yeah, we've been doing that. But that actually passes on this debt or passes on inflation to the American citizen. This is why you take a pay cut the next year. This is why you take a pay cut. And the this is what the government, the Fed's going to just basically print more money, more digital money. And essentially the other way they get out of this is how they're able to steal money from you right in front of your face is they create additional taxes. So, yes, you didn't took a pay cut on inflation. You also took a pay cut because now you are paying more taxes. This is just economics 101. You don't need a degree. This is how you lose money. This is how the rich get rich and the poor get poor. By seeing things right in front of you, but you're arguing about things on the bad girls club. You're distracted with bread and circus And you don't see the negative effects of this current administration. It's absolutely been deadly financial. Financially, it's been absolutely horrible. It's been bad for business. It's been bad for personal income. It's been bad for the economy. It's been absolutely devastating. But there's some people still running around here praising whoever these people are in this current administration, acting like he's doing miracles out here. Not only that, you still have people that aren't off. The government goal and any of these Unemployments, any of these Handouts, any of these stimulus checks Any of these child tax credits Any of these uh, things That you've been on in the last two years You still have not come off of it People are still on the rental moratorium People still haven't gone through their Evictions, people still They're barely uh, Making their They're still barely making their bills When you're talking about being self-sufficient It's still we still haven't had the fallout from that. When we get to the fastest group of growing fastest growing group of broke people, you're going to see that they are not poor. They're broke Mm. by choice. They voted it in. They chose to walk the walk. You still haven't had your student loan payments kick in yet. You still haven't had them kick in. If that was kicking in now, you'd be under underrepresented financially immediately. Not only that, when it kicks in, your average car payment has went up from 700 to $1,000. Now you add in your student loan payment. It ain't going away. I don't care how much you wait for Elizabeth Warren to kick it in. It ain't going away. Forget about it. So you're going to have that kick in. The same time you're coming off the government dole and unemployment. The same time you're coming off the stimulus and the rent moratorium. All of these things are going to hit you like a ton of bricks, and many of you are still not making your obligations today. It's amazing. People are mentioning that right now. FHA loans are starting to default and miss payments, and it's almost doubled the amount of people who are going on 30 day um miss payments. It doubled in the last couple of months. It doubled. It went from 3.6 percent to almost six percent in the last couple of months. And these are FHA loans, which are typically uh, subprime borrowers are typically going to use the FHA loan. This is why I caution normies against home purchases because they typically do things. They try to save a couple of dollars on their down payment. They use an FHA loan. They use a first-time home buyer. And then they eventually get eaten up on an adjustable rate mortgage or they get mortgage insurance, PMI. And this is how it escalates. And then this is how you start missing payments, right? If you're missing payments and your student loan hasn't kicked in, if you're missing payments and your average car payments going up, not only that, the average missed payments on cars, car loans have gone up as well. We're headed into a very dark time for not all people, but many, many people. This is why I tell you, I don't understand how you could be complacent right now. I don't understand why there's no sense of urgency. I don't understand why you don't look at people stealing right in front of your face. I don't understand it. I don't understand why you could be getting into relationships right now. I don't understand why you can be thinking about being lonely. I don't understand how you could think about running game right now. I don't get it. <laughs> it's it's absolutely mortifying to me that people are actually putting these things as a priority and you're actually missing the theft right in front of your face. But that's neither here nor there. New, 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 new world order. I don't understand how you can believe in feminism right now. I just don't see it. I'm like, how? It's actually falling on his face. It's, it's falling on his face. There's there's no, I mean, International Women's Day. I'm not pooping on it. But where is the benefits are? Where are the benefits? I can show you a bunch when we get to the next door. I can show you a bunch of losses here. Let's go to the primary, let's go to the average car payment. Car payment. I the to pull this up. I meant to pull it up. Here it is. This isn't the average. Oh, wrong one. Wrong slide. We're going to use we're going to use this slide right here. I know people think this is weird. And listen. I grew up in a time. Yes, I grew up. $1,000 is absolutely mortifying for a monthly car payment. I once had a car payment at $500 a month. Okay, this $1,000 a month, it's just impossible for me to imagine. But uh, when you look at inflation and, and the average rate of inflation per year, this is very common. Take a look at this. $1,000 a month or higher car payments are distressingly common right now. This is mortifying to me because I know that most of you people who are somewhat average and subpar, you are you don't have the income for this. you The income does not rise at the rate of this necessity. It does not. New data from Edmunds shows that more than 15% of new vehicle buyers are signing up for four-figure-a-month payments. And we're also seeing high levels of repossession right now. These people's cars are going to be repossessed. The share of new car loans with a monthly payment of $1,000 hit a record high last year. New data from Edmunds shows the company says 15%. 15%. I know people are like, that's not a lot. That's a lot. 15% of buyers who financed the new car in the fourth quarter of 2022. You're an idiot if you finance the car in the fourth quarter of 2022 with the peak interest rates of where they were. You're a moron, but that's neither here nor there. Signed up for a four-figure monthly payment. It was the peak of the interest rate. That's up for 10%. A nearly 50% increase in the overall share. Come on, man. This is what we're seeing. And, of course, you're going to be upside down in your car. You're going to get it repossessed. And eventually your Tesla is just going to drive back to the car lot. <laughs> and this is not financial advice as well. This is for educational purposes only. This is for educational purposes only. But do what you got to do out here. Hey, look, you need a new car? Go get one. You want to buy a house now? Have that. it. <laughs> <laughs> I should show the repo. I should show the sales. Yeah, I got to show the sales guy when I talk about these things. All right, but this is what we're seeing. This is the data that we're seeing today. And people are making these decisions, but we know we don't have the economics to support such a thing. We just don't have it. Uh, Let's go to the defaults on um, house loans here. FHA loan um, missed payments, 30-day missed payments, 30-day missed and eventually what's gonna happen is a 30-day mispayment is gonna lead to a 60 and 90 day mispayment. And then it's gonna lead to a foreclosure. Okay, that's all it's gonna do here. Uh let me see here. Where's the data? All right, they're giving me loan rules here. They're giving me loan rules. All right, up. Let me see if I can get it, get it right here. <laughs> that's not it. Yeah, they're giving me the loan rules. We don't want the loan rules. We want the data. I wasn't able to pull it up early this morning. But essentially what happened in here, I'll paraphrase it. We're we're basically seeing an increase of people missing their mortgage payments. All right. And so this is what's going to bring about the people who are apprehensive about uh, the housing market, the housing market uh, are bursting, the bubble bursting. So people assumed that what was going to happen is the bubble was going to burst as a result of as a result of just the housing process, uh, not making sense. And I said, that's not how the bubble bursts. The bubble bursts is because people can't afford their payments. Essentially what happens is you get laid off or, you know, your student loan debt kicks in or your, you got a thousand dollar a month car payment and then you have to make decisions. This happens to all of us. It's happened to me. I had to make a decision. Should I make my car payment or should I make my, my rent or mortgage? Well, if I got, if I don't make my car payment, I'll get repossessed and I can't get the work. This is what's going to happen to people. This is what's happening. You're getting your expenses tightening because you're not getting your increase in income. Essentially, you'll not pay the rent. What's the likelihood that they're going to knock on your door and kick you out? Not only that, you say, well, in order to foreclose or evict, you got to go through a court process, which can be quite lengthy. So you say, I can miss a couple of house payments or mortgages or rents. And this is what people do. This is what people do. When that happens... It goes from 30 to 60 to 90. The foreclosures happen. Then you're going to see people start to miss on these payments. Then it's going to go back to the bank. Essentially, the market is going to collapse. The banks are going to have to figure out how they're going to get this money. They might have to short sell. It's going to be a tremendous fallout. We're going to see it. I know it's coming. It's coming. This is frog in a pot for real. This is frogs in a pot. We just basically are simmering. We're seeing it coming. It's, It's coming it's coming that's like Donald Trump says I'm coming Kamala Harris says don't come Trump says I'm coming yes mm. any little event will accelerate this soon as student loan debts are starting to have to be repaid it's going to accelerate this so soon as they kick it up another notch on the Fed rate on the mortgage rates on the it's going to accelerate it that's all it's going to do So we're simmering right now. It's going to be boiling at some particular point. We just don't see it coming. This is why I don't see men getting into relationships right now. Mm. I don't see it. You're carrying a dead weight. Odds are the fastest group of growing broke people. These people are coming in dead broke and underwater and upside down. Financially. So be careful out there. Let me go to the next story. And I'll talk about it quickly. Then we're going to talk about my homelessness and the fact that we have the growing fastest growing group of homelessness, black China. Speaking of the ladies that are going to the only fans route ladies, the market is flooded, but black China just opened up a uh, great opportunity for you to get in on our market. Black China has deleted her only fans. Why? By the way, is this what Black China looks like? I really don't know how to identify her. Take a look at this, ladies and gentlemen. Mm. Not only that, stop coming over to Seeking Arrangements, ladies. You look like fools out here. All right, you guys look like fools. We have too many old women coming over here from Tinder. Take a look at this. She's deleted her OnlyFans. As a matter of fact, where did it go? Vlad TV, What, what is going on here? Says right here. Black China recently appeared on the Jason Lee show and spoke candidly about different topics in her life. The reality TV star spoke about her family going to court with the Kardashians, trying to get child support money on custody that she did not have. So she's not strong and independent. Issue past relationships, including Tyga, and more. When speaking about the many opportunities she gained during her career,
2: so I could focus on my career.
0: China spoke about falling back from OnlyFans completely. Why? China noted that the move came from not, uh, from her not seeing a purpose of being on the platform anymore based on where she is in her life currently. Along with that, she pointed out that having grown kids in the house with her changed her perspective. By the way, you guys aren't moving out of your mama's house for a long time. While speaking to Lee, China said, I'm just changing everything about me. They also, they're like the biggest metamorphosis butterflies you can have out here. They're always metamorphosing and transitioning and soft girl erroring and hoe phasing. And then coming back into their spirit, spirituality, their essence and incense burning. Erica Badu this. mm, Repackaging, shape-shifting. They're always metamorphosing into something, reinventing themselves. Will you guys stay consistent? All that stuff is dead end. And I know that's, wait, and I know I'm that way. I'm worth way more than that. They're also increasing their worth as they metamorphosis. Have you, as they metamorphosis, hey, (laughs) as they metamorphosis, they're always increasing their worth as they change. Have you know that? remix (laughs) we just gonna start calling y'all remix and then when they remix it they charge double i'm worth way more than that i feel like well there's a there's a red flag (laughs) i feel like well just if you feel it it's true i feel like i have a bigger fish to fry out here and at the same time i had so many things in lawsuits I'm like, wow, but yeah, I'm good. She probably owes a lot of money in lawsuits. Shout out to the people that do still have their OnlyFans and stuff like that. Get your money and don't let the money make you. All right, so this is what she had to say on this one. But oddly enough, what what she really is doing now is she has to face the fact that her children see her as a stank hoe. That's That's basically what's happening. That's basically what. Let me boil it down to what happened. Her children look at her like a skeezer. It's like, mom, what is this? She can no longer face the fact that she got to walk out into her friend. Her her kids, friends are looking at her doing all these things. And she had to delete it. She had to take the mask off. It's actually crazy, man. But this is kind of what we're doing. We're letting it. We're letting these people lead us. The blind leading the blind. And now she's reinvented herself. I'm sure she's going to marry a preacher anytime soon. And everybody's going to forget about her past because that's what we do. We let them change, go in their cocoon, come out. Don't judge me on my past. And look at my worth. It just increased, 5011. Let's get to the contributions, man. And then we're going to talk about the fastest growing group of homeless and broke people. And it shall not be a surprise. You should not be a surprise. And by the way, I am not sympathetic to this group of people. I am not sympathetic. Did did we get got new, 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 new world order? I see they slowed me down. Okay. I am not sympathetic to this group of people. The reality is these people have made their bed. They made their bed and now it is time to lie. And we got to let sleeping dogs lie. Let me get to the super chats, the notorious CGA channel. Is going through a little bit of an issue. Let me know if you're having some issues over here. The Free Agent Lifestyle channel is going. Uh, Let's see here. Let me do these super chats. Let me see this super chats here. All right. We got Weeland. He says, thank God you're back, coach. Keep warning us of the dangers of the the humanity. (laughs) All right. Over there. Sha X says, fellas, utilize a budget spreadsheet. By the way, by the way. I do have a budget spreadsheet on the um, money mindset group, and I might have to repost it because the new members, it's probably pretty far back. But uh, my budget spreadsheet, there's an Excel spreadsheet. You can use it and track yourself a monthly budget. And X says, utilize a budget spreadsheet. There's also an app that helps you budget and set savings goals. It helped me save around $800 a month. Shout out to you for that. All right. $800 a month is a big one. And uh, let's cut out the alcohol. I know you guys want to be cool and talk about you got Henny on deck and you'll be drinking fireballs and all these things. Nobody cares. You don't look cool anymore. It's like smoking cigarettes. You know, it's it's a personal choice. It doesn't make you look cool. Maybe cigars. All right. Shout out to Crypto Keeper Fed Chair. Uh, Jerome Powell says. We'll have real-time payments in this country very, very soon. He's talking about CBDC, Coach. And we've been telling everybody about crypto, uh, those things right there. So, yeah, man, um, those things are going to be happening. And also, all of these things that they're making convenient to you, like electric cars and these things, they will have things that if you miss as much as – there's proof of this, by the way. If you miss as much as one payment, they can shut your air conditioning off in that vehicle. Did you hear that? I shared with you that they can have the car repossessed. okay? but now they're saying they can shut the air conditioning off. I don't know what to tell you. I don't know what to tell you, but they are looking at a ways and means to control us. Um, And it's not a conspiracy theory. It is what it is. We're going to go there because a lot of desperate people are going to sign up for it. And they're not going to sign up for it, says, look, we're going to give you this and control you. They're going to say, look at this fantastic thing we gave you. Look at this thing. Look at the bells and whistles. Look at this thing. You're going to be like, yeah. The dictator says, coach, if you do the math right, getting paid every two weeks will be 13 months of paychecks. At the end of the year, you can get a step ahead on average. That's interesting. Yeah, because there's some calendar months that goes five weeks. Some that have four weeks, some have uh, three and a half weeks. So you might get an extra paycheck in there. And you go, you guys, you guys know, you guys know uh, when it happens because you know that, you know what I mean? When you get the five week month, you're like, oh, hell yeah. (laughs) Right. You get that week that runs five weeks. You like, oh, that's an extra paycheck. You know it. But most of the time you blow it. Shout out the U.S. Army, U.S. Army retire. Hey coach, it's 2023. Let's find out if you're able to finally tell us the three great things that you love about women without being muted. Well, I see I'm actually delayed on my screen right now. Let me see what's going on there. I would do this. Let me see if I can catch up. Yeah, my my screen is showing the um, reset button over here. So I would tell you the great things, but it seems like I'm being dragged down right now. So, you know, I can't really do it today. Octavius M. Coach, why is Deborah Lee saying Bob Johnson was abusive for her after, and that judge, wait, abusive after her and that judge that she was dating took BET from him. He says, is it ever enough? Does that make her mediocre? Now, Debra Lee, I think is different from his, is that different from his wife? I can't remember. Uh, but, um, yeah, I actually did a story on that when she ran around here saying, yeah, she slept her way to the top. She slept her way to the top. She got into an affair with Bob Johnson. She slept. She basically got the job uh, as a CEO after Bob Johnson sold it to Viacom. And now she's running around playing the victim, pointing fingers after going through therapy, by the way. <laughs> what the f- do? I mean, I can't tell you do. I listen. Nothing amazes me at this point. Like, how, how do you ever say you go through therapy and still come out pointing the finger after you slept your way to the top? Voluntarily got into an affair with him while she was married and while he was married. Sound like you got what you wanted, but it makes her mediocre because all you have to do is strip away the accomplishments and take away the affair. You take away the affair. You take away and you actually judge her on the affair. She's mediocre. She's not in that position at all. There's nothing to praise her about. She's got there by hooking by crook or by hooker and by crook. It is what it is. But of course, she's hitting the wall. She has nothing to show for it. She's not happy. Fat Elvis says, as an old guy, I have to balance between living broke and leaving money behind. And I want to do neither. Interesting. Yeah, that's a tough one. Uh, Age catches up to you, right? Everybody should tell you that. You know, when you're in your 20s, you're like, man, I'm going to be young forever. Then 30 hits and you're like, okay, I'm still kind of young. Five years later, 40 knocking at the door. You're like, holy shit. You look at your savings. You look at your investment portfolio. You look at the $30,000 in your 401k after 15 years. And after you swiped half of it and got taxed out by another half in the financial emergency. And you're like, shit, in credit card debt. You're like, wow, don't have a divorce under your belt. All right. You're like, whoa. Now, all of a sudden, you're talking about retiring retirement benefits at 62 and a half. You're like, wait a minute. You're 40 and you got shit to show for it and you might have a house, but you're probably going to lose that or you have no value in that. You basically have no equity. You refinanced it five times. All right. You're like, wowzers. And don't tell me it's just me. That's the most of Americans. Most of Americans, please, most of Americans got out, did not get out unscathed in 2008 when it came to real estate. Most people, I would say 80% of people got screwed on real estate. Don't tell me about real estate. All right, please. Most, Most people got screwed. Most of you guys had to sit there and bear it for 20 years. That was the way you got out of it. Man, by the time you hit your 40s and you realize 65 is right around the corner, like 25 years of working years left. You're like, whoa, (laughs) you're like, my God, like, what do I, I'm just getting started. Now you start digging yourself. You start digging out of your hole. (laughs) Oh man. You're like, how do I leave money behind? How do I save for retirement? You don't, you're struggling. It's going to be bad. And don't get me wrong. Don't get me wrong. I love real estate. I love it. It's a great investment vehicle. Most morons get into it and they lose their ass. But most people buy real estate. They don't invest. They buy it. Now, I'm not a big buyer of real estate, but I'm a great investor. That's the same as me saying I'm not a big person that says save money, but I'm a big person that says invest money. Those are two different things. And this is where people confuse things with me. When people just say buy real estate, People get, people. get a monkey can buy real estate. And most people who buy real estate, they lose their ass. And it's a fact. It's an actual fact. Most people who buy real estate, they do a dumb ass move. Now, people who invest in real estate, many of them lose their ass too. But many of them can make a ton of money. You can kill it. Most people still stuck in their home right now. They can't move a muscle. And they own that home for 35 years. And they still making payments on it. They still they don't own it outright after 35 years. Hmm? Hmm. They still making payments. Why? People are like, what? No. Yes. (laughs) They're absolutely doing it. They refinanced it. Five times they went backwards in 2008 They went backwards. They still make payments on it and ain't even close to paying it off. Mm. Ain't even close. And the area that it's in is a shitty area. Now it was the area. Uh, it was the nice area back in the day when at right now, because people are saying that's not true. Have you ever heard of a reverse mortgage? I'm going to tell you right now, have you ever heard of the term reverse mortgage? When you hear it, it should automatically let you know that these people are not earning income or they're on a, what they call a fixed income. These are older people who own property and then they just don't have the income to keep up with the payment. So they reverse mortgage it back to the bank. People think I'd be making shit up. I don't make it up. These are people who have owned these homes for decades. Then they get to a point where they can no longer afford the house, so they have to reverse mortgage it back. That's what's called a reverse mortgage. Most of these people might have lived in this house for 20 years, 30 years. Refi, refi. Come on, man. I don't make shit up. And when you're like, nah, not everybody. Google reverse mortgage and Google the amount of people who do it. And Google the people and who do it and why. Not rocket science. Many people who buy homes, they buy homes dumbass. And 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 let me just tell you that there, another reason why I tell you this is because many of your parents right now who own homes in Columbus, Ohio, you think it's gonna be passed down to you, but it is not. And so if they're in their ages, they're in their twilight years, you might want to interview them and find out their financial situation you might find out that they're about to reverse mortgage their house you ain't getting it mm. you ain't getting it you think you about to get it or by the time you get it and sell it and you ain't getting shit back from it not only that you don't even want to live in that little piece of shit house that they bought 35 years ago and never paid off you don't even want it <laughs> you're like what Soon as you get it, you're gonna want to pay it off. But you're gonna find out the bank they underwater in that mother sucker. You better do. You better do your due diligence. This is why I tell you these things. This is why people become broke. You're not poor. You're gonna become broke. You're gonna find out that your mother get your mother, your grandma, your nana right now taking a phone call from a man in Nigeria. She about the reverse mortgage or house back to that guy, that dude in Nigeria about to get the tax and title on that house. And they might not have paid their property taxes in a minute. Hey, man, this is most people. This is why people keep y'all oh, buy real estate, buy real estate. No, more morons do that all the time. And they do not come out on top. It's very, very evident. You could just the evidence is everywhere. You have to really, really be mindful about this. This is not a joke. It's not a joke. Do not tell normies to do this because they get stuck all the time. All right. Anyway, shout out to uh, Kareem. And this is the blue chip mindset. Am I giving y'all blue chips out here? New world order. Am I giving y'all blue chips? I'm waking y'all the hell up. You better interview your mom and your elderly parents and your grandparents and find out if they got student loan debt too. Because you might be responsible for that. You could be. Many cases not, but you could be. You're not being set up for anything good. The pension's already spent. She already got the social security. Many times they went and got the social security way earlier than they needed to be, read it, needed to. And they got taxed on it heavily. Mm. They might not have no life insurance either. Yeah. Yo mama, just if she's a single mother or a black woman, I almost guarantee you she does not have life insurance. I'm giving y'all this blue chip game Uh, and this is not up for debate because we don't want to hear from the guys. Well, all you have to do is go sit your ass in the corner. We're talking about what's real. Many people right now got elderly parents. If you have a single mother, black woman, she does not have life insurance. She has student loan debt. You're about to put her ass in a pine box and you're going to be paying off. She reverse mortgaged her house. If she had property. Oh yeah. Yeah, boy. This is America. We're about to hit this wall, this wall, the next 15 years. This is what a lot of us are going to experience the next 15 to 20 years. So let's get it through our skull. When we get to this next point, you're going to see exactly why these people are the fastest growing group of broke people. And that's what you're set up for. You're going to be set up for. It's going to affect you. Where are we at? Kareem says, good morning, coach. I have a six-figure settlement coming in this week. Any investment advice? Well, I don't give investment advice here, but congratulations on that. I would say get with a financial planner. All right, so you don't want to squander this. You don't want to squander this. Original coach game member, Kareem, he says, uh, yes, set aside taxes for an ASAP. Understand, potentially there could be some capital gains on them, potentially. He says, pay all off all of your debts. Put savings 50%, then invest in VOO from Vanguard, 3K buy-in. Yes, it's a 3K buy-in for sure, and live the free agent lifestyle. Soldier for God says, but coach, I want a Tesla Cybertruck. I do, too. I do, too. Simon Small, thank you. Thank you. T-Mon Jr., coach, what exactly is a townhouse? Also, in your experience, can you rent a home? Wait, can you rent homes that are separated? Wait that are separated in my area. They only have homes that are connected side by side. Shout out to the forklift operators. You can rent a home that is a single family residence. You're asking for a single family residence, SFR, as opposed to a multifamily residence, which is called some sort of attached 10 unit, eight unit, four unit or a town home. A town home is going to be anything that, to me, uh, th- to me, the, the only distinguishing fact from a townhome and an apartment is that you can buy it. I mean, that's it. They're mostly going to be attached. It's going to be in a unit. It's, it can look exactly like a two-bedroom apartment, but it could be a townhome sometimes. Or condos are similar to that. Townhome maybe look like a attached, you know, unit with a garage. Condos look like apartments that you can buy into. Okay, typically, typically, typically. When you buy into a townhouse or a condo, typically do they do not appreciate in value as much as a single family residence or a multifamily residence. They don't. Their appreciation is slightly less. So if you buy one of those, just know that if you're looking to have great appreciate, great appreciation over time, uh, they could appreciate, but they appreciate slower than a single family residence. Yes, detached appreciates better than uh, attached. And and one of the other reasons why is because many t- people who are going to buy a townhouse or a condo typically aren't going to be families. Like people who buy into stuff, they're p- typically wanted for a family that's going to expand. Uh, it's You have limited expansion abilities with your family when you have a attached unit with two bedrooms. You know, a start off family would be good, but they typically going to rent and then they go into buying a single family detached. So that's why the appreciation is less. Anyway. I would not go into investing in condos and townhouses unless I bought a, 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 unless I bought a structure of condos and townhouses. I wouldn't go into that as an investment. I wouldn't be investment minded by buying a condo. So anyway, and you have more restrictions when you have attached and you have less of ownership. Like you only own what's inside. You own nothing on the outside. The perimeter, you don't own the the, the shared, uh, you don't own the stairwell. Uh, you don't own anything outside of the door. You don't own the patio. You don't own what's outside the patio, the vegetation, the landscaping, the fence. You don't own none of that shit. The land underneath the place, you own none of it. You just own what's inside. That's why you have the prop. That's one of the problems. Uh, anyway. Darity Dan, ask folks if they have a timeshare out there. Those properties are a pain in the ass to get rid of or if you inherit it. Yeah, timeshare to me, man. I, I stay away from shit like that. All right. Just personally. Personally, that's a personal thing, but I would never even get involved in something like that. Somebody requested a refund. What did I do? All right. What did I do? They like, man, I want a refund from this show. Shout out to Nest Egg says, reminding men uh, sorry, reminding men to keep framed daily, keep framed daily. Oh yeah, oh yeah. And some of these people that we say are the gr- the growing group of po- poor people, it's gonna affect you if these are your parents. It's gonna affect you if these are your sisters and your brothers. Uh, it's gonna affect you if these are your wives or your ex wives. It's gonna affect you if you get into a relationship right now. Uh, so if you're, it's not only that. If you stay single, it's going to affect you. Like if you stay single, all you're going to be exposed to is a tax. So staying single and keeping the same income is not a strategy. Or you can keep the same income and live relatively low um, and minimalize, but that just means next year you're going to minimalize more because you're just going to be taxed more. So when people try to find a way out of it by being stagnant and complacent or mediocre, that's not a strategy. That's not a strategy. You still have to keep going ahead because – There's still inflation. There's still taxation. There's still your parents. Uh, There's still your parents mortality at stake. Their financial decisions are going to affect you. Right. We're going to get to that next. Chris, uh, we're going to call you. Christopher says, thanks, coach. Currently reading the free agent lifestyle. XL Pro Services says salute. Thank you, man. Uh We got, uh we're going to call you Saba Simba. Simba says the BBL queen and them three ninjas were in Mexico for something else. He said, don't believe that BBL story. They were listening to your money mindset. All right, to run and get that coca. Mm. <laughs> oh, Jesus. Oh, no. The oh, no. Terrible. Terrible, terrible. We don't want them to run and get the coca. All right, I'm gonna get back to the show. We're gonna get to the fastest group of growing fast. I keep saying this wrong. The fastest growing group of homeless and broke people again, and we're gonna we're gonna book in that with the difference between being poor and broke. All right, and it's not about dollars. It's not really about dollars. Let's get to the screen. Sharing the screen. Are you ready? I have to ask y'all again. Are you ready? Y'all ready for this? Let's get Black China off my screen looking like the Joker. All right. Let me get to the screen right here. All right. According according to the Housing and Urban Development, can you say Communita? Okay. New, 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 new world order. Most likely these positions are going to be held by a black person. Right. The Housing and Urban Development Secretary. Her name is Marsha fudge. She's going to talk about the housing crisis. Who do you think, ladies and gentlemen, before we even say who it is, who do you think is the fastest growing group of broke and homeless people? It's a pretty simple one. I mean, listen, this is par for the course. This is the evolution in progress. This should come as no surprise. And the reason why it should come as no surprise is if you look at the track record of how we got here. This did not happen yesterday. This did not happen yesterday. This has been a steady, steady progress down this route. However, we've been hearing about strong and independent. We've been hearing about I'm doing my own thing. I don't need no man. There's only one group of people that could be affected by this. There's only, dude, this is, there's no way. That they could avoid this. But we're going to look at it. Cause according to Marsha Fudge. Let me tell you what breaks my heart. The fastest growing group of people. Sleeping on our streets today. Of, despite the fact that there's a group of men. Saying that these hoes are winning. And I tell you they are not. We, there is going to be a crisis. With your single mothers here. And T minus five to 12 years. This is going to be deadly because it's going to affect you men. The fastest growing group of people sleeping on the streets today are single senior black women. This should come as no surprise. And the second largest group is families with small children. Let me get a shuffle. Ladies and gentlemen. Now, We've been warning about this. I've been warning about this. I wrote an entire book. I said, something's got to give. Let's shuffle. I can do some shuffling, too. Look ah, out, man.
2: What you,
0: you going to do? Look ah, out, boys! It's coming through. Yeah, man. Yeah, man. Here we are, ladies and gentlemen. We are at the moment of truth. This is what I call the moment of truth. They doubled down, doubled down, doubled down. They said they had time. They didn't need no man. They didn't want to get married. They held it off. They were going to start their little business. They were going to sell African art. They were going to sell daishikis. They were going to go ahead and go with their natural. They didn't need to get married into their 50s. They were still living their best life and all of this stuff. They lived doing the bare minimum. They still bought houses uh, at poor times. They lost their house in 2008. They don't have any savings. They got no 401k. They already took money out to start their little African medallion business. Not only that, not only that, child support is gone. Alimony is gone. And yet we're here and we're supposed to care. Human resources is no longer hiring. Can't make up for that deficit of missing all of that compound interest. No investment, no strategy, no kids to help out, no husband. (laughs) I mean, this is terrible. Senior black women. This is going to be women at age 55 and up. Now, again, this is not going to be all women. But, of course, they're going to call it a crisis. How did we get here? How did we get here? I don't want to hear that this started because Ronald Reagan. I don't want to hear... That Barack Obama put us in here and uh, Donald Trump, this has nothing to do with them. This has been an ideology that has set them up for failure for a long time. It has bamboozled them. It has disenfranchised them. It has rewarded them with mediocrity. It has allowed them to leech off public assistance in many programs, patch things up, act like they're doing their on their own, and then inflation kicks their ass. They lose their house in 2008. They have no savings. They have no investments. And then the son husband doesn't help. And then they're left out with their carcasses on the street. And then I say freeze. I don't care because this isn't something that just happened. This has been a steady decline in the progress to you. This is going to be your reward for selling out your children, selling out men, selling out your race, selling out just about everything for you to be out here fronting like you're normal. And we've been telling you, you struggling out. There's no way you're making it out here. Why? Because it's tough for me to even make it out here. There's no way. Yep, you sold some pe- cat to Zaddy. Called men broke and dusty. Told them that ninjas ain't ish. This is the group of people. You dated pimps. You dated players. Knocked up once and twice. I mean, this is this group of people. This is the, the least married, most divorced. <laughs> Bought hair weave. Nickel and dime bags. Partied. Went out. This is this group. <laughs> this is this is this group. There's no way you can feel sympathetic for them. You're like, you've made this choice. I want to see what this video is. I don't even need to see the video. Fair use.
2: If you're trying to
0: buy. A oh, my loan, Lord. Jesus. <laughs> what is man stop this world and let me off as a matter of fact stop the world and let yourself off what are we doing out here this is the blind. The blind. what is going on here this is an absolute circus
1: It's an evil world
0: we live in. Man, what are we doing out here? <sighs> Let's play it.
2: It is ugly out there with sky high housing prices and high interest rates to match. But I want to show you some numbers that can show you just how ugly it is.
0: That's the that's the pot calling the kettle black right there. Listen, I'm not being mean, but what are we doing here?
2: Trying to buy a home, you know, it is ugly out there with sky high housing prices and high interest rates to match. But I want to show you some numbers that can show you just how ugly it is. CNBC reports the median home sale price is we now well. four hundred twenty eight seven hundred thousand dollars
0: four hundred and twenty eight, seven hundred thousand seven hundred dollars. Is that how she said that? I know I'm not the best mathematician, but let's break this shit down again.
2: I can show you just how ugly it is. CNBC reports the median home sale price is now four hundred twenty eight, seven hundred thousand dollars.
0: I know, man, it's tough going live on the air. I, I I've I've been caught doing this shit, but I have to ask her.
1: What that mean?
0: Wait, what what was that number again, ma'am? Could you tell me what that number is one more time? I've I've been caught doing this on the air as well, but let's go back. I would like to know what was that dollar amount again? Would Would you tell me how much money? it Let's get it
2: numbers that can show you just how ugly it is. CNBC reports the median home sale price is now $428,700,000, okay?
1: what that mean?
0: You know what I'm going to do? I'm going to type that shit out for y'all. I'm going to type out that number. Hold on for a second. I don't know if I can share notes on my screen. I'm going to type out the number she said. (laughs) Let's go. Wait, Where's where's my notepad? Let me see here. I'm going to I'm going to type that number out on my memos. Can I I don't know if I could do that live. I would love to type out what that number she just said was. And this is people who are the most educated. These are people telling you to buy a house. <laughs> Wait, I can't even type it on my note memo pad. I want to type Hold on. You know what I can do? I can type it on my banner right here. I'm going to type that on my banner. Hold on for a second. She said She said I'm going to type it out. Let me make a new banner. Hold on for a second. I'm going to make a new banner. She said four hundred twenty-eight seven hundred thousand All right, hold on for a second. This is what she said. Hey, this is what she said right here. Let me see. Oh, am I showing it? There it is right there. She said four hundred twenty eight seven hundred thousand dollars. <laughs> Woo! Hey, listen. Hey, there's got to be a clip of me saying something similar to this, so I'll give her the benefit of the doubt. Four hundred twenty eight seven hundred thousand dollars. Hey, man, you listen. Uh, I know I'm a moron when it comes to economics. I know there's a person that agrees with my economic perspective, but Jesus, this inflation is going crazy. Let's hear it again. (laughs) Let's hear it again. Hold on for a second. Let's hear it again, sister. What you got?
2: I can show you just how ugly it is. CNBC reports the median home sale price is now $428,700,000, okay?
0: All right. Okay, baby. Hey, listen. listen. You know what I mean? But with, with these people should lose their right to vote. These people should lose their right to vote. There's no way. I mean, come on, man. With the amount of people running around here saying they're mentally unstable, lose your right to vote immediately. You can't vote. No custody of kids. Uh, no job at this point till you're fixed. Not only that, we got four hundred and twenty-eight, seven hundred thousand dollars on the table. Mm. Who, who would not say? Let's continue. Okay, that's a lot of
2: money. Uh, that that's a forty percent since 2020, when the median was three hundred twenty-nine thousand dollars. When banks figure out how much they will loan you, lenders are going to want you to have an annual salary of about one hundred fourteen thousand dollars a year to buy an average house in America.
0: Okay. All right, so we talked about that before, and that's actually going to be right. Uh, if you do anything other than that, you're doing a non-conventional loan. You could possibly be doing a hard money loan. Um, you could be doing a loan that could do you disservice. Right. Without putting down a 20 percent, they're doing that based on how much money you should be paying towards your mortgage. Right. You can do it less than this, but it could be tricky. You're going to get tricky and most of the time you're going to make a dumb move. Average salaries are only this. So this is what we're heading into. In my opinion, we have no room for any of these. I can do it by myself. I can do bad by myself. Feminism, strong and independent, Um, even for the men. Um, If if we're producing children in this time, but we don't have two parent households and we don't have one person focusing on raising the kids and the other person being a producer, you can see why this escalates negatively over time. You can see why the fastest group growing group of broke people are going to be black women. You're going to be affected by this the most. You cannot keep up doing this by yourself. Not only that, you cannot front like you're doing it by yourself. We know you're not doing it by yourself. Okay, let's continue.
2: Well, the U.S. Census says the average household makes $67,000 a year. There's a gap, a big gap. Okay, so the Department of Housing and Urban Development has. Oh, my. (sighs) Who
0: auntie is this? Whose auntie is this? I'm not trying to be mean, but. We need to be out here being real with each other. (laughs) Man, who daddy is this? Who daddy is this? Who daddy is this? Let's continue.
2: HUD on the road to address the housing crisis. Housing and Urban Development Secretary Marcia Fudge has been visiting communities to talk about more affordable housing. So I am so thrilled to have Secretary Fudge join me right now in studio.
0: Yeah, man, she looks like I'm going to listen to her, but let's continue.
2: Madam Secretary Fudge is here, and we're going to talk about all of the issues. (laughs) Secretary Fudge, first of all, thank you for
0: fair use
2: for coming in and being with us i mean we just laid it out housing prices are up interest rates are up i'm a renter rent is up okay okay so
0: that's another problem guys that you're gonna have if you can't afford housing rent's gonna be up this is where the conversation of well it's dumber to rent well guys if you can't afford a house right there's no way then you can now compete in the rental marketplace you're gonna be screwed Um, but people don't see this coming so this is why there cannot be a sense of strong and independence it's actually a, a myth it's a fallacy let's continue
1: way
2: up that makes it very hard if not impossible to buy a home so what is
1: your department doing to combat that let me first say thank you but also say that when times are difficult like they are today people fall back on the government so Mm -hmm. they come to us
0: see dude dude look this is what we're talking about this is how people say they're independent but of course when times get tough they do what they run right back to zaddy zaddy help me out but the problem with that is that he's just going to tax you is that he has a dependent, but they're also going to give you less than they can say, well, we're going to give you two thousand dollars as a assistance. And then when it's time to cut the check, they say, well, it's only twelve hundred. You're going to fall for that. This is why we want people to be self-sufficient. All right, um, right. Let's continue.
1: And we have some things that we think are going to be helpful. We're doing hot on the road so people will know what is available to them. Uh, one of the things we don't think about when we think about the housing crisis, which what? in fact, housing is more expensive today than it has been in decades.
0: Really? Really? Okay. And that. How much is it actually? Four hundred and twenty-eight, seven hundred thousand dollars. Everybody can see that. Let's continue.
1: Be mortgage and or renting. But we are doing some things that I think are going to be helpful. So we are trying what? to encourage you.
0: Are man, stop shuffling. Get to get to it. Rich
1: new home starts and preserving current housing because the real problem is supply and demand mm-hmm. as long as there is not enough supply the houses and prices are going to continue to go up so we have to build housing mm-hmm. and we have to preserve the ones we have
2: are you concerned about unhoused people uh, and, so, and the potential
1: for the growth in that area let me tell you what breaks my heart the fastest growing group of people who are sleeping on our streets today are single senior black
0: women there you go right there and these were the leaders of the I don't need no man. These were the I don't need no man originators. And they're the fastest growing group. I mean, shit comes at you full speed. And notice that they, not, they did not say broke ass black men. Remember the black men and black men ain't ish. Seems like they are able to put a roof over their head. All right. But the fastest growing group, I'm sure black men are probably number two. All right. But uh, with that being said, they ain't number one.
1: Mm. And the second largest group is small, is, is is families with small children. So yes, I'm concerned. Anytime you have
0: Okay, so let me let me make sure I don't skip over that. Mr. I Want a Legacy, Mr. I Wanna Get Married. Your group is the next group. Families with small children. You're the next one on the line. Why? Having children is expensive. So families with small children, you're next, like Bill Gerberg said. And most of them are not families. These are these are these are broken homes, more than likely. I don't know why any... Let's continue. Hundreds of thousands of people sleep on the street every day, and because
1: the prices are going up so much, it is pushing more and more people to the streets, not because they are mentally ill, not because they are sick, not because they're on drugs, because they can't afford to live.
0: I I wish this wasn't the case, but there's no turning back down. There's no turning back. There's nothing that we can do to help this, and I feel bad for her that her job is to do this. She has has mission impossible, because she's going to use social programming to to work against people who are potential investors, corporations um, investing in homes. You got Airbnb. You got people who are going to get foreclosed on. You have people that look at real estate as an investment, not as a means to put roofs over people's heads. So you can't have both. You can't have people that are aggressively looking to capitalize on marketplace and then have a social principle. We need to put houses over uh, roofs over people's heads. Nobody cares. I want somebody who's going to pay the rent. If I'm an investor in real estate, I don't care about people who are homeless. I want a rent payer. Mm.
1: So we're trying to create an environment in which we can help people build assets, Mm -hmm. create an environment in which we can make people more credit worthy. We are saying to developers and builders, we're going to, we're going to fill that gap that you are finding that you can't fill right now. The
2: gap
0: in terms of of them making money and building a house. There it is. There's the, there's the gap. You see that? That's exactly. And by the way, I haven't listened to this interview, so I was a little bit ahead of them. We have to fill the gap between you being a capitalist and then the moral principle of someone sleeping on the street. No, no. What are you? I'm sorry. What, ma'am? So she wants me to say, let's make me a losing proposition. You're selfish. You're looking out for your own best. This is Marxism, by the way. Let's look out for your best interest. All right, let's let you buy the houses and then let's put section eight people in here. Let's put angry black women in here or black women that didn't wanna listen for 40 years. Let's put them in your house and then let them tear it up. Let's let th- put them and her 26 year old Pookie son in there who ain't never, leave. let's put them in there, the gap between you making money and the, the moral principles of not letting your neighbor or your community person go homeless. I don't think so see that's her solution that's her solution that's her number one solution i'm gonna let y'all hear it again her number one solution is give up what you work hard for so we're
1: trying to create an environment in which we can help people build assets Mm -hmm. create an environment in which we can make people more credit worthy we are saying to developers and builders we're going to we're gonna fill that gap that you are finding that you can't fill right now. The gap so, in terms the of gap in terms of them making money and building a house. Yes.
2: Now I heard, and by heard, I mean I read because I do read that the administration is gonna help people with down payments.
0: What? <laughs> All right. Or right, help people with down payments. Oh man. I don't even want to go through this. I have a real estate license as well. I forgot to uh, acknowledge that. So I've taken lots and lots of training the average down payment that is paid on the house, it's not 20%. It is somewhere between 7 and 10%. Uh, many people do take these down payments and many of them have extra money, which they do use to pay in closing costs. Many of them take the extra money that they don't have to pay in the 20% and they might invest it in a money market account and they might make it grow and accelerate faster than the, uh, the equity in the house. They may be smart about it, but anybody that goes in with less than the 7%, they could do well. Uh, But oftentimes, if they take it as a government benefit, they're going to get taxed on it. It's just it's not going to be what it looks like. And essentially what they're going to do is pay down less, but they're going to be underwater in it. Right. Or upside down in the loan. They're going to have mortgage insurance. They're going to get eaten up. They're going to get eaten up and they're going to lose the house. This is how people lose the house. This is how people then because they are already starting into this investment or this purchase wrong financially. They're already very much, they, they, they can't even make the payments already. So they're having to do this and take a little bit of a handout from the government and then put down less on the house. But they have an increased mortgage payment more than the, not only that, you have a higher interest rate. This is a recipe for disaster. This is a recipe for disaster. Just to let you know, what they're talking about is foolish in my mind. This does not help. This hurts more.
1: billion dollars in down payment assistance we have basically neutralized student debt which most black and brown and poor people
0: find themselves being decided i mean we say they're uncreditworthy do you hear this do you hear this guys this is how you she said we neutralize student loan debt no you you basically stopped the interest from accruing for 28 months you did not neutralize it the payments are still existing that's number one it's going to kick back in at some point Number two, the the other foolish thing that she said was um, the $100 million in down payment assistance coming from home. Who does that come from? This is why I told you, and this is just me with Economics 101. You just took a pay cut if you keep the same salary. Why? You're doing your job. You're going to work. You're being diligent. You're paying your bills and obligations. But guess what? These people who are strong and independent, these single mothers, these people who took custody away from men, these child support collectors are going to double down and take your tax money, which is the additional tax plus inflation. You just took a pay cut. You financed the $100 million via taxation to pay for these people. That's what you just did. That's what you did. That's her solution. Let's take from these people, the hardworking people. And let them pay for these irresponsible people. They literally been irresponsible for 30 years plus. This group, And now we're going to tax the working people. This is how you lost money again. This is how they stole money from you right in front of your eyes. To get these people in the house that they're going to (laughs) lose. What? And this is what we're doing? All right, what else you got to say, man? Fair use. Because they have all this debt. But
1: we have basically neutralized that. We have created a 40 year mortgage. So oh my God.
0: Difficulty- Here we go again. I mean, bear with me. 40. 40- When I told you feminism creates slaves, I wasn't lying. 40 year, when I told you people that buy real estate are going to reverse mortgage their house, they never pay the house out. You thought I was lying. You got, you kept, you, you're not a coach. That's not true. 40 year, you're never paying that off. Mm. You're never going to pay that off. If your mother or your daddy buys it, gets a house with a 40 year mortgage, they're never paying it off. I just said this earlier and you people who buy real estate, think I'm lying. When are you ever going to pay off a 40-year mortgage? Never. You buy it at 30, your mortgage till 70. You don't have an income greater uh uh income generating when you hit 60. So where are you going to pay the last 10 years off? That, where is that coming from? What is the interest rate on a 40-year mortgage? <laughs> what are we doing? That You're never paying that off. Dudes were laughing at me. Coach, you don't know what you talk about. 40 years. This is their solutions. Mort, mortgage, death, death, mortgage, death contract. You're not paying off no 40-year mortgage. You'd have to buy a house at 20 to even consider paying off a 40-year mortgage. And that means you have to make every payment, maybe double down on the payments. Till you're 60. That even doesn't make sense. Would the interest rate be on a 40-year mortgage? There's no possible way. These this is the blind leading the blind. You're gonna be homeless for sure. Let's continue. What else? What she got to say? Culturally staying in their homes
1: now can refinance for 40 years. We put that arrearage on the back end so they can stay in their homes.
0: She said 40 year refinance, put the arrearage on the back end, which basically is a ticking time bomb. Just to stay in the house. I mean, if you don't understand what she's saying as absolutely crazy, I don't know what you're listening to. This is insane. Let's continue. This is why I don't tell people to buy houses. Do not buy a house if you're going to do this. Please do not. I'm advising you. If your mortgage person is selling you this contract, run. You don't need to belong in a house. You do not belong in a house. You do not belong being a homeowner in this country. Do not do it. Or if you're a banker, if I was a banker and I had this contract, I would be selling these like hotcakes.
1: here we go. Uh, We are doing everything we know to do but the big things that we're doing is encouraging people to build by making resources accessible. so we're saying to housing finance agencies and states look you could loan money to developers almost at cost we're saying we're gonna
0: loan money to developers at cost meaning don't make no money okay let's continue right so these people aren't supposed to make a dime all right this is not this is not socialism at all let's continue
1: and increase the housing trust fund which is a fund that we use mm-hmm. to help people build low-income
0: housing build low-income housing that's worked all right let's continue we're talking and I'm sure build low-income housing in good neighborhoods too all right here we go
1: Talking about low-income housing tax credits, we're doing all that we can to save that. this is with that. the Housing Authority. This is with, that is correct. I want to
2: ask you about the D.C. Housing Authority. I know recently that the, house, the your department did an audit of D.C. Housing Authority, and you found some disturbing things. It said that the D.C. Housing Authority failed to provide decent, safe, and sanitary housing for residents in its public housing and housing choices voucher programs. Is there anything that HUD can do about this?
1: HUD can do a lot about it. And that's why we are right now starting to like have some what? discussions with the city. Mm-hmm. Because people think that we run the housing authorities. Cities actually run the Okay, make authority. it plain. Now clear it up for the uh, We.
0: So she passed that buck. Well, it ain't our responsibility. The cities and the states are responsible. She passed the buck. You see that? I'm done with this lady. I'm done with this lady. Let's get to the super chats. And I got uh, the last p- piece, of pre- piece of preaching that we're going to do. Super chat time. She passed the buck. She was like, It ain't our responsibility. That's the city's. We got a uh, dirty Dan. Oh, OG, original coach gang member says, And you wonder why they hate the passport bros. They need that money to stay in their pockets. Live the free agent lifestyle, gentlemen. Any new, 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 new. new you see why order. if a man says MGTOW, if a man says free agent lifestyle, if a man says red pill, uh, if he follows Andrew Tate or Kevin Samuels, if he does passport, bro- you see why they get mad. It's not because. It's not because uh, they're going to be good to you or will be better to you. It's because you're taking valuable resources away that they wanted access to you. This is the danger of men subscribing to these philosophies, any of these philosophies. This is the danger because you're taking the resource away. You're taking that. You're taking that. Well, you could be supporting a single mother. You could be there's good women. Oh, man and that's their solution this is the blind leading the blind there's no possible way anybody who agrees with anything she said you cannot even be closely associated with me where my finances would be where my finances would be attached to you no way in the world and and let's just say you're a person that needs to help you need to go very much a solo you need to be on a solo mission you need to leave your family community you need to not be having sex You need to give up sex for a year until you get out of that. You got to get completely out of the realm where that affects you. Uh, Like they ended on the, there wasn't clean sanitary housing. If you're affected by that, you need to, as a male, not as a female, as a male, you need to be reevaluating your life today. Everything you believe in your life, you need to do it. You need to disbelieve it today and turn around. There's no way. Shout out to Mr. Ant the Great. Did I get you? Earl Nightingale quote. I'm going to repeat it. Any human being that does not reach his full potential becomes sick and becomes a cockroach, rat vermin, and likely another parasite who feeds off the other's leavings. I had to repeat that. All right, from Mr. Ant the Great. I, I, I can't believe what I was hearing there. I mean, to, to me, that is just fantasy world. Um, You sent me a PayPal, too. I'm going to get you, man. Oh, here it is. He says, um, my Instagram, he says, "I'm. you think I should start a YouTube channel? Everybody should. Yeah. My Instagram is Mr. Peabody Travels or Peabody A Travels. And he says, has videos up uh, of all 20 of my countries. But with all of that going on with the Passport Bros, I'm thinking of uh, visually assisting younger brothers with a few trips and videos because I'm 40 and have been traveling since 20. 15, all right, yeah. So men, if you wanna go um, understanding how travel broadens your horizons, go check out Mr. Peabody Travels or Mr. Peabody A Travels. We gotta get that out. Traveling will open your horizons to possibilities that you did not know existed. Spike Spiegel been working like a dog, but I'm ready to chill this weekend. What's up for the weekend? Is it weekend already? Nah, I can't play it. All right. I can't play it. It's not Friday. You had me tripping. You had me tripping. Somebody said, somebody said, tell us something new. Where were you at this stream? All right, boy, we've been hitting you over the head. 40-year uh, mortgage. How about that? How about $1,000 a month in car payments? Where you been? <laughs> Where you got at? Clown? Talk about telling us something new. What about that? We hit you over the head with that. How about stop smoking weed at $200 a week? I hit you with that, too. Can't tell you. you know, people are The people are morons out here. I swear to God. I hate to talk down to you, but you tried to come into my show. It's Mr. Peabody's Travels, okay? It's Mr. Peabody's Travels. You were late to the show, obviously. You were outside smoking weed, I see. spending your drug money ass people all right anyway no government name please says i'm planning on competing in bodybuilding martial arts and being a triathlete i'm 29 but i don't have a lot of time to get uh a1 in competing i'm in decent shape but i do believe that i can do more and want to dominate any pointers um yeah there are some things that you can do um that is in that competitive mode because obviously if you're doing martial arts there are some age appropriate martial arts trainings olympic programmings that you could do where you're not competing against like the top competitors um which can give you a little sense of validation like 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 if you get into martial arts or bodybuilding or something like that you might get into it and then try to compete against people who are you know younger faster better and that might not be it you can get into some age-appropriate shit right or some shit maybe like where you can take a little bit of like bodybuilding with the board shorts where you don't have to show you like, like something like that. But the competitive element should always be there. So I always suggest that people do that, but don't like I'm 47. So for me to go out and be grappling with people who are 21 and 26 would be foolish. So I have to bring myself down a notch and I can find that maybe I'm better than the people in my age group. My age group. Yeah, boxing and wrestling has a senior, or a master's a senior or master's division. Go to those divisions. Don't think you have to go to the people who are like top, top, because yeah, it's gonna be difficult. KW says, Coach, you are speaking facts, gentlemen, upskill and make sure your parents have term life insurance. You don't have to start a GoFundMe. And uh unfortunately, many parents would not qualify. For insurance right now. So, this is the different. This is the blue chip mindset. This is why I want you. If you're a legacy ninja or a person who has kids or something like this, you don't have to do this. But having life insurance is an absolute must. It's a no brainer. I don't care if you send the money to Africa because. Getting life insurance in your in your because people will tell you you don't need life insurance if it's just you in your 20. That that's not good advice. You don't need it now, but the problem is this. This is where the problem lies. Because you're 20 and 30 now, 32, but you have no life insurance. The problem is when you turn 40, and then if your parents they're 60, getting life insurance is damn near impossible. Especially if you have a health hiccup, an injury, you fell off a motorcycle, um, you know, you smoke cigarettes and black and milds, you got AIDS or HIV or herpes, you're, it's, (laughs) you can't get it, it's going to be more expensive, like, you can't get, or you won't even qualify it, right? You had to get it, you had had a, a bout of cancer, forget it. Then you're not getting at at 40 and 45 and 50 and 55 and 60. They're not going to insure you. They're not stupid. You have booty pox. Oh, if you're a homosexual, I mean, even then it becomes. So the thing is, it's a no brainer when you can get it cheaper. And, uh, you know, people, you know, say it's a scam and all of that. It's a scam until you don't have it. I'm telling you right now, if you don't have life insurance, and your family member croaks or you croaks, you're not going to be saying it's a scam. Somebody says you can get life insurance. It's going to be more expensive. Some people can't qualify, or you got to go to an alternative where it's going to be more expensive. You smoke. Trust me, guys. Once you get older, it's going to be even, they're going to go through your medical history. They're going to be like, ah, well, it's just riskier. It's going to be way more expensive. So, when you croak or your family member croaks without it, y'all ninjas ain't going to be saying scam. You're not going to be saying scam. I hate when people are like, my aunt got it. I'm ninja, that's one person. This is one person. My aunt got it. And my brother, he had HIV and herpes. And he was a baby daddy with six kids. And he got it. Sit your ass down. My Lord. People always use the one or two. Stop it. There's going to be, it's just, diff. it's more difficult. You got hoops and hurdles. So, so, But if you, if your mama croaks, and then guess what? She ain't got no life insurance. You're going to wish. you going to be like, mama, why you didn't get no, why you didn't get no life insurance? you going to wish he had some. <laughs> For real. You're going to be go me. Funerals are not cheap. Especially when you got family that are emotional. Uh, people discount that part of it. Cause when your family member dies and they don't have life insurance, you will like cremate their ass, put their ass in that pine box, throw them in the river. People are going to be looking at you crazy. They're going to be like, hold up. The reason why funerals are expensive is because people get emotional. And then you'd be like, put their ass over here, cook their ass. Give me the ashes. And then somebody's wife, somebody's husband, somebody's mama, somebody comes in. No, we can't do that. We need to give them the gold George Floyd casket. We need to have a limousine and shit. That's how That's how they get expensive. That's why funerals get expensive. They could be very relatively cheap because somebody ca- tried to come in here. I said that. And somebody said, no, they're not. Yes, they are. Go to an undertaker right now. They'll be upselling your ass right now, especially if you die. And um, it's unexpected, which there's no such thing. There's no such thing. But they're going to upsell you this and sell you that and this and that. George Floyd, they're going to have a limousine. They're going to have dudes pouring out 40 ounces and shit. The choir, all kind of shit. Church reservations, the grave site, tombstone. (laughs) And if you have one emotional family member, one, that's all it takes. They'll double and triple your funeral costs. Just one. One person going to come in there. Oh, Lord, 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 you can't put her in that pine box. That's it. That person going to drive your cost up. <laughs> the after party, the liquor, the white doves and shit. The umbrellas, the hole when it starts raining. The ninjas that throw dirt on the grave. Please, they going to drive your shit up. <laughs> Trust me, they get expensive because one family member loses their mind. All of a sudden, you need $30,000 when you could have put their ass in, cremated them for three. People don't realize, you know, listen, I say things. Don't be like, well, no, not really. No, no. The the basic cost is cheap. But when people get their emotions involved, they're going to drive it up. You're going to be like, damn. And you're going to look like the asshole because trust me. I'm gonna look like the asshole. I'm gonna be like, look, we cremating everybody. Nope, no, 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 no. We ain't, no, no. We don't need no, we don't need no damn, no, no. I'm gonna be all <laughs> like that. We don't need no damn casket. Hell no, 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 no. No. We don't need no little box with a name itched on it. Nope. We don't need because you know they charge you by the letter with your name the day you was born, the day you died. No, no, we don't need all that shit. <laughs> nope. They ain't coming back. Put their ass over there. Everybody get a little bit of ashes in a little bit thing. Wear their necklace around. Nope. Mm. Throw them in the ocean. We going to Catalina Island. Whew. All right. We going on the boat. That's our, our biggest expenses. we're going to rent a boat. Everybody get on the boat. Ninja's going to be in their vest and all of that stuff. Get on the boat. We going to pour their ass out in the Catalina Islands. That's what we doing. And we coming back home. No limo, no nothing. <laughs> That's what we doing, bro. We don't know. What did they call when you have the thing like where Mel and Monroe was and they got the little name right there where they pushed them into the wall? We ain't, we ain't going there. No. We don't need all that. Ashes to ashes, dust to dust. Jake Wish says, Coach, the women, the woman who couldn't pronounce the price of the house's name, Simone Sanders, She's one of the Bernie Sanders economic chiefs. <sighs> wow. And she is now a CNN pundit. That just shows you what qualifications you need to be a pundit. Not only that, she's an economic chief. And she pronounced it. And I'll put it back on the board. 428 dollars Wow. Oh, the mausoleum. Yeah, we don't need no mausoleum. Mm-mm. <laughs> we don't need that. They can be like, "Uh, what we could do is we don't need none of that. Where's the crematorium at? Point me in that direction. That's what we doing. And no, everybody don't have to fly out. we going to Zoom link everybody to funeral. We're going to have a service. We're going to Zoom link. Don't fly in. Don't book no hotel. Nothing. We're going to do it Kevin Samuel style. We're doing Kevin Samuel's funeral style. We're going to Zoom it. <laughs> yeah. All right, uh, let me get uh where are we get here Mr Steele says salute c g a and the gang here's some coffee money today is my forty one year old birthday no kids living the free agent lifestyle tonight dinner for one at a nice restaurant continue your success success c g a congratulations to you happy birthday to you, man all right, all right, shout out to you and enjoy your dinner uh mr b h says what's up with all the YouTube Red Pill and Manosphere content creators who keep claiming they're not part of the Red Pill and Manosphere. I don't know. I think, you know, that's a whole economic approach. They're trying to get sponsorships and shit like that. They're just trying to play it safe. It's content strategy. I won't tell them. You know, it's kind of weird, but Macaroni Tony, I dig your delivery because it's not a bunch of fancy parables, jazz club rhyming, overzealous yelling or riddles. It's direct and cuts no corners. Yeah. We cut into the fat meat and it's not sympathetic. I don't claim to be an emotional sympathetic or empathetic person. I lack those qualities and you know, yeah, some people might call it a deficiency. I lack those qualities and don't ever try to try to get me to have those qualities. It's just not good. It's just not there. And it's not me even trying to front. This is not an act. I'm not a very empathetic or sympathetic person. Even for myself, I have a lot of failures and I never pouted and was like, whoa, is me. I never was like, why me? I was just like, damn, shit happened. Guess I got to dig myself out of it. I was just like, well, you know, shit happens. It was my fault. I made the error. I didn't point or blame. And I basically was like, dig my shit out of it. Right. Pause. So. When when I don't have sympathy or empathy, right, sympathy, I don't even have it for myself. And it's even tough for me to have it for people even close to me. I'll be looking at it like, well, better have a plan, mother sucker. <laughs> like, what you want to do like or how did you get here? Let's reassess that. Let's look at how you got here. But I find that people who constantly reflect on the past or want to, you know, they, they call it healing. But all I call it is wallowing in the past. Like, you can't change the past. Even if you made the mistake or somebody else did something negative, you can't change that. You can adapt and move forward. But if you're constantly unpacking shit and trying to find out why it happened, you're you're missing out on valuable time. I mean, you're wasting time. You're wasting time. Well, I need to figure it out, and I need to feel, and I need the other person to make amends, and we need to have a – we need to – close. what do they call it? We need to get closure – And that's a waste of time, bro. That's a waste of time. You wasting your freaking time. What the hell does that mean? Hold on for a second.
1: What that mean?
0: I find that that's some stupid shit. And that's some loser. That's a loser's mentality. Because what you're looking to do, let me tell you what you're looking to do. You're looking to put blame on somebody else. That's what you're doing. You're not trying to be accountable. And what you're going to do is you're going to waste five years and $100,000. That's what you're going to do. <laughs> That's what you're going to do. Trying to figure out how to get forward. And trust me, you ain't going to never figure it out. If you want the answers to why shit happened to you, you probably might never figure it out. All you're going to do is just shift the blame. And what it, if you're a blame shifter and don't take accountability, what eventually is going to happen is you're going to make the same mistake again or allow other people to make the same violation or mistake again to you this is so stupid move forward move forward forget that shit man hey don't no self-pity and no try to figure it out don't try to figure out why people do shit to you You know why people do shit to you because they shitty (laughs) and not only that you let shitty people come into your midst that's why they did shitty things to you um, even Oprah said, when people show you who they are, believe them. Don't try to figure out why they was a shitty Percy. They shitty. <laughs> right? Anyway, then your lesson is, okay, I won't let shitty people in my life. I guarantee you, you'll start fixing shit, stuff. Take accountability. You let them in and they did you dirty and then they cost you. Okay. I won't do that again, but trying to fix it and try to understand it and try to powwow and try to emotionally unpack the bullshit is a complete waste of time you're wasting valuable time please get over yourselves and take responsibility for your actions and move the hell on pay the penalty and just keep it going let me keep it going this is straight laced no chaser out here shout out to mr salif i live in new york if you got a car payment and make less than 150k, you are a dumbass. <laughs> oh, no, but somebody's going to say exception to the rule. He says if you got a car here, it's for girls or you use them for business. Yeah, New York City. I don't know. You might not need a car. You don't need a car there. Public transportation is efficient. It's not great. You can move around. But yeah, I I think for sure. Uh, but there's exceptions to the rules, right? I mean, parking. I actually made the case and, and showed you data, what parking cost in the typical New York City. Some dumbass tried to come on my show. Not me, coach. I get it for $400. Well, that's you, man. Stop, stop with the exception to the rule to prove me wrong.
1: And that's you. We
0: generally tell you things generally, and it's generally true. Yes, there are alternative cases and exceptions to the rules, or you had a good deal. You sucked off the landlord. We don't know why you got it. You had grandfather clause. We don't know. You live. We don't even have pictures and proof of the 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 closet that you live in, where you only have to pay four hundred dollars a month. Just sit down, take the L, or just say, "Hey, Coach, I'm the lucky one that doesn't fit that equation." Don't just come on here and say, "My aunt was smoking; she smoked twelve packs of cigarettes and still got life insurance." We don't want to hear that. That that's not that's an exception to the rule. <laughs> She just sucked off the like the doctor who was doing the damn um doing the damn uh life insurance health exam. We don't know you can live in Tupelo, Mississippi, and the insurance person was desperate we We don't know what the situation was. Just go sit down or just say, look man i I dodged a bullet. don't just come in here and be like I got true. It's not true all right uh we got <laughs> let me see here Mr. Frank over here. I saw ABL in the comments, two of the greatest African-Americans in the building in here. Shout out to ABL. Uh, look at my African-American over here. Look at him. Are you the greatest? You know what I'm talking about? Indeed, I know what you're talking about. Shout out to ABL. We got, uh, then we're going to end it off here. It's T-Mon Jr. coach off topic. Do you think the Tennessee train girl, female cop is going to win the lawsuit against the police department? She is suing. Yes. Well, she's not going to win the lawsuit. She's going to, they're just going to settle and she's going to get paid. Uh, and this is why lawyers do what they're due, do what they're due. She's going to get paid. We don't know what the pay, uh, they're going to non-disclose it. They're going to uh, gag order it and, and not tell us what the details are. She's going to get paid. All right. This is why they filed the lawsuit. So uh, typically how people file lawsuits is they just try to avoid it. They know they can't win that case. They were in the wrong as much as she was in the wrong. And uh, based on the fact that the police chief got fired and had naked photos of her, that's a win for her. Go ahead and cash the check. Write the check. She'll cash it. That's how it works. Uh, So that's why she's playing the victim. Uh, So she got paid for being wrong. uh, But um, the other people were just as wrong. So, yeah. Uh, but they're not gonna they're not gonna say they they were wrong for doing what she claimed what she claims all right last part of this is the difference between and this will only be five minutes maybe the difference between poor and broke all right the difference between poor and broke and I had these things and I was gonna read this really quickly um I didn't have it ready for on my Instagram on my Instagram but uh there's definitely a difference between being poor and broke why is this coming up I'm going to this. This is my source. Oh, that's why. Let me see if I even saved the source. Source material. I don't think I did. But uh, a couple of things here. Uh, a uh, we, we first have to acknowledge that we are not a poor nation. Many of the people that we have in our country are not poor. Uh, many people who are poor live in third world countries. They don't have good running water. Well, you might live in Flint, Michigan or somewhere in Jackson, Mississippi where that could be the case. Um, Poor implies that you have no choice and control over your poorness. Many times that can be the case, but for most of us, it is not. I've been in a situation where I earned money and I was somewhat tight on my funds. Also, I got hit with inflation, taxes, child support, any of these things. When you add those into your obligations, and you make an income, and you somewhat are close to meeting your obligations, and you are just slightly off, you are not poor. You are broke. Mm. Now, there's people who can make six figures and be broke. Not only that, they're poor-minded. But in America, we generally are not poor. Not many of us are not poor. Many of us just having an opportunity to earn income makes you broke. It doesn't make you poor. Many of us have the ability and the physical ability and the ability to find opportunities, but we refuse to do so and claim that we're poor. But it just makes you broke. It doesn't make you poor. You might have limited opportunities compared to a woman, a man, a woman of color, a person of color, a white man, an Indian man, a person who is a foreigner. Everything might have limiting factors, but if you still remain poor over a period of time you're just broke not poor Mm. the reason why i say this is i want you to understand that and when you travel you will understand that generally generally fast let me give you an example anybody ever been to the carry beans shout out to everybody in the carry beans carry beans consist of people on the island of hispaniola the hispanics Haiti. <laughs> All right, I'm gonna piss some people off. The Hispanic people of Haiti, any of the islands of the Dominican Republic, Jamaica, any of the Turks and Caicos, and so forth and so on. Shout out to Hispanic people in Haiti. Over here. Shout out to the Carrie Beans. Well, the people in the Carrie Beans, anytime you go to the Carrie Beans or any of a a, parad- a paradise spot. You will go to the Cara, the Carrie Beans as a broke person. But you might also, when you go there from the Americas, the intercontinental island of America, you might go and think that you're poor and you splurge to go to us on that vacation. But when you go to the airport, yeah, Trinidad and Tobago, Dominica. When you go to the airport, you'll fly in and you'll be on a budget. You'll fly in, you'll hop off the plane, you'll get on a taxi bus, Uber or whatever. You might get on the back of a motor, motor, a moped. And you'll drive from the airport and you'll see pure poverty. You'll see poor people. You'll see poor people beyond the belief. You'll see poor people that you will not have seen in America. (laughs) You're going to see poor people like, wow, these are some poor people. And right across or down the road will be paradise. There'll be an island. There'll be beaches and shit. There'll be people coming in. There'll be hotel resorts that these poor people work at. That these poor people would not even imagine going to your poor nation of America, where there's supposedly poor people. Now, the people that you're at on these Caribbean islands, these people are so poor, they don't even have opportunities to become broke. Like there's zero opportunity to be to be broke. You have an opportunity to be broke. They have no opportunity to be broke, even working at the paradise that's across the street from pure poverty. (laughs) They don't even have an opportunity to become broke in America. The poor people are broke. They're poor by choice. You literally can leave your poor area, walk five square miles and be in a situation where you have an opportunity to be broke. That's the difference between poor and broke. That's what the difference is. It's so great that poor and broke don't even belong in the same conversation. You choose to be poor in America. Most places, even in paradise, they don't even have a choice to be broke. They are poor. (laughs) right? They are beyond poor. They're so poor, you can't even believe how poor they are. But yet you're going there as a broke person, believing that you have some sort of poor people or the poor people in America. These people are poor. All right. So you would only realize that once you've traveled there. All right. Hawaii can be somewhere similar to that. Even in Hawaii, these people are like right there and they're in pure poverty. Some by choice, though. Hawaii's part of America, but the mindset is quite different of the people who live there. Not every. Oh, gosh. Somebody says not every island coach. Here we go. Here we go. (laughs) Here we go. Uh, Of course, man, Uh, we don't we uh, don't do this to me. Don't do this to me. But there are some people who are like this in many, many of these islands. Come on. Not my island. We rich on our island. Look, people, every die. it's hard to be me, man. It's hard to be me. Everything I say, come on, man. The people in Turks and Caicos are killing it. All right. Mm. Like I just said, it was like, that like, just canceled it out. Well, since it's not every island, it cancels out what coaches say. Pipe down. Pipe down. But it's generally true. Now, if you are in America. And you are in a poor place. I visited a lot of poor places in America. None of them have major cities. If you're in a major city and you're poor. You have a great opportunity to be broke really fast. I mean, you can go from poor to broke in a major city fast. Now, if we're talking about an inlet, Opelousas, Indiana, the deltas of Mississippi, it's going to be a lot harder for you to go from poor to broke. And that's mainly because you're going to choose to stay in. Opelousas and somewhere outside of uh, the deltas in Mississippi or green, the green, the green Valley, green river, you're going to choose to stay there because what you're going to do is you're going to step outside of that and you're going to go to a big city. You're going to go from the the deltas of Mississippi and you're going to go to Jackson and then it's going to be too much for you. You're going to be like, this is, this is too much. And then somebody's going to say, Jackson, this shit, nothing. Go to Houston. You're going to go to Houston. You're going to go, no, 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 no. You're going to feel uncomfortable, and you'll run back to be poor in Mississippi. Mm. So you'll choose to be poor because it'll be too much. And listen, culture shock is culture shock, so I don't blame you. But you'll choose to be poor. That would be a conscious decision that to not leave Tupelo and go to Memphis. It's a conscious choice to stay poor. Remember, poor is a choice in America. But if you had some gumption, if you had some balls, of some husfa, you would leave the Deltas and go to Jackson. And then you would hop from Jackson and go to Houston. And then you end up being broke. Mm. Or if you even had some bigger balls, you can leave being broke and being well off. And it's going to happen a very relatively slow time. Like I'm talking about two years tops. <laughs> All right. Two years tops. You you can leave that and leave and look back at poor people and you can scratch your head like, wow, if I can do that in America, this could be anybody could do it. But in many other countries, even the carry beans, it's not even possible. Those people are poor and they ain't never having a chance to becoming broke. What? Let alone well off, there's no chance. Then if you talk about Venezuela, Colombia, some people are wealthy and well off there. Many people are not. If you talk about a socialist European country, they don't have a chance to hop up from poor to broke. They don't have it. They're just going to be working, working, working. They have a class of people that have basically capped them off. They have socialization of everything. Their incomes are limited. They ain't going from poor to broke, let alone broke to comfortable they're just on the hamster wheel. In America, it's very, very different. It's very different. You have the ability to choose poor and go into a broke lifestyle. Many of Americans, 95% of us, are just broke. And then there's a group of people that can battle through that and become well-off. Here's the last part of this. If you become well-off, you are now the target of broke and poor people. I want to wake you up and be aware to this. It is not, the job is not done. You now have to fend off the attacks from the people close to you who choose to be poor and who have a broke mindset. You are now the target. If you have a wife, an ex-wife, a girlfriend, hoes, mama, single mama, family members, ninjas in your neighborhood, Haters, (laughs) Haters, <laughs> the battle's not over because what you're thinking is, hey, I got a great opportunity. I'm well off. Now it's time to get rich. Hold up. Oh, I'm rich. ex friends. Yo, now the battle that it took from you to leave poor and become not broke. It's going to be even tougher to become rich from well off because you're then going to have to battle broken, poor people. That's how it works in America. Let's get to the super chats. That's the difference between broke and poor. All right. Anyway, let's see here. Original coach gang member says, this is why I never understand when you travel, people want to live like the locals. Oh, hell no. It's all five-star and business class for me. Absolutely. Yeah, I'm not trying to be where the locals are and live, you know, rent a hut. I'm going to be five star in a suite with uh, on the beach. (laughs) That's where I'm at. Yeah. Some people say um, some people say um, don't show your wealth. I understand those philosophies, Uh, act poor and all of those things because you're you're a juicy target. Not only are you a target of them, you're a target to the people who you don't know. Um, And you're also a target to government. Taxation. Uh, you know, uh, you might want to start, you know, a business. Uh, if you start a business and employ people. Just know that the best thing about starting a business and employing people is that even if they give you a 10, 20 percent effort, it's better than zero. It's better than you doing it all. But you also have to understand most employees steal from their company. OK, mm. your best employee you're only going to get 20 30% of their best effort on a daily basis most employees show up for the paycheck that's the only reason they're there they have no loyalty or belief in your company they don't drink the Kool-Aid they don't care if you go bankrupt they'll just leave you and find another job many of them steal from you they steal time they steal supplies they steal money they steal funds they 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 they're, they're jokes so remember, if you become a business-minded person and you think, hey, if I just hire these people, well, the people, they're not giving you your best effort. But it's better than nothing. So I would go in and say, if I can find my my first hire is my best hire, hopefully I can get 50 to 60% of their best ability. It, it, the best case scenario is they're 100% in, and I got to reward them for that. You can't steal from them if they're giving you hundred percent of them. You gotta, you gotta make them included. They gotta get some stake into your company because they're killing it. So your first hire is your best hire, but then the hires after that, which you don't directly manage, and you hire managers. Well, you hope your managers giving you sixty to eighty percent, and then you hope everybody under them can give you twenty to thirty percent. You're, you're hopeful. Other than that, most employees are thieves. Mm. All they trying to do is get a check. <laughs> right? So just know that going in. And the reason how you know that is because when you were employees, were you giving them your best effort? You weren't. You're an employee now, and you're stealing from your, your boss. Mm. Stealing. <laughs> like, you ain't you ain't coming in, Dave. I'm going to knock him dead. No, you're not. you coming in going, hmm. All right, I'm a fake like I'm working. I'm going to take a long ass cigarette break. I'm going to talk to the girls. I'm going to take some vacation sick days. I'm going to call in sick. I'm going to come in late, leave early. So remember when you start your business, when you was an employee, you wasn't giving 100%. You wasn't even giving 70%. You was just literally looking at the clock ready to go. Anyway, All right, uh, shout out to j Flow Hispanics for CGA Coach Gang in here. Shout out to my Hispanics. Shout out to the hard workers too, the hard workers in here. And think about it. Also, if you're hiring Gen Z, you better learn how to relate to Gen Z because most of your employees, uh, the majority of your employees are going to come from millennials and Gen Z. You better study Gen Z and millennials. You better know them like a the back of your hand. And if you hire a baby boomer or a Gen Xer, uh, you basically paying four times the rate to get the same work you could get from a Gen Z. And if you hire women, you can pay them less. No, I'm just joking,
1: <laughs>
0: according to them, according to their chart. Yeah, but Gen Z, man, Gen Z workers are on some different shit. Matter of fact, if you live in our to our boy, Mr. Wonderful. Uh, Kevin um, Kevin O something, he had a great interview that I saw ABL did a review on. But when I was in Italy, I saw Kevin O'Leary do a great interview on CNN and he had them shuffling. But his point that he was making is Gen Z typically does, they want to do their work remotely. They want to do their work remotely. It's hard to get Gen Z into the office. They don't have office um, lifestyle and culture into them. So a lot of your... Work is going to be, if you're hiring them, they're going to be like, well, I don't want to come into work. I'll come in two days a week, remote meetings. We could, you know, they could do all this shit by email. And then you also going to have people knocking down your door for a job. And many of them going to be underqualified. If you hire somebody over the age of 40, I'm going to give you some age discrimination. These people are so in debt that they're desperate for a job. But when they do their job in about T minus two weeks, they're going to ask for a raise and the raise is going to be reprehensible. <laughs> it's kind of like dating. You date an older woman. You're dating her knowing that it's going to be more expensive. This is why avoiding dating women is, 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 is a reality for me because it's more expensive to try to keep up with her expectations. I think Chris Rock said something about this as well in this comedy special. We've been talking about this for a long time, right? Uh, She's like, yeah, dinner and a movie. Yeah, that's, yeah, that's passe. Uh, Everybody does that. Uh, I played a video of a woman saying that. Oh, you know, uh, be imaginative, be creative. I ain't got no time for that. You ain't worth all that shit. Let me just take a young girl and I'll take her to Lazy Dog. What the hell? Mm. I ain't got no time to be creative and take you to some expensive, extravagant shit so you can be impressed. But because... $300 $300 is not impressive to her. She needs $3000 worth of expenses and this is what this is what older people are going to command. And if they stay at your job long, they're going to need more expenses. They're going to be like I need $80,000 a year to do this job. Um if you're a business owner, you're not going to keep that person around really fat. You're going to you're going to cut them. You're going to replace them. You're going to say, I can hire two people for the price of you. And you can hire a younger person who probably is up on the technology. Up on, Think about this as a business owner. Think about this as a person that's going to be hiring people. It's a cold way to do things. This is why I'm more suited to business than I am suited for sympathy. Because I'm a cutthroat mother sucker. I cut your ass and be like, hey, figure it out. But it ain't my job to figure your life out. That's you. Uh, you fired. <laughs> Laid off. You fired. And I just hired two Kayleys. Get out. I'm more suited to this because it actually is more better for me for the bottom line. Business is business. And the fact that I slept with you one time, that shouldn't matter. You're fired. <laughs> right where we at? Last one. We done, man. Shout out to the coach gang. Shout out to the coach gang and do me a favor, man. Let's not be poor out here. Americans, we got a great opportunity. Men, you have a fantastic opportunity if you're able-bodied. If you're a black man, you're a gift to America. Okay? You're a gift to America. You're not a curse. You're not being held down. Okay? It is you that are a true gift. You're amazing here. You got creativity. You could do some amazing things here. In the world, you don't need a suit anymore. You don't need a tie anymore. You don't need to interview no more. You can create your own space and platform. You can create your own business out of thin air. All right, you can tap dance all you want. You can go out here and get you a fistful of dollars. It is no longer a regulated market guarded by certain individuals. That is a dead thing. It's dead now. And ladies, you can sell some panties. I mean, y'all can sell farts in a jar. You can do whatever you want, all right? Just don't try to become somebody's wife at the end of it but blessings to you. Ladies, if you want to be a wife and cash in right now, I'm doing the 52 point check program. Ladies, if you want me to kick the tires, check under the hood. You know what I mean? Change your oil. If you want me to look at your tires and see if the treads are worn down. If you want me to check if I need to put a little bit of air in the backside, whatever you need to do, dial me up, dial me up, send me that email. Let me check them feet. Let me check to see if the back of them heels and them corns looking like. Let me check if your knees are not. Let's fix that gap to smile. Let's kick that mole off your nose. You know what I mean? There's ways we can do this for less than a couple of hundred dollars. We can do this and we can practice it. Anyway, shout out to the coach gang, man. Blessings to you, brothers. And we'll be back later with some more craziness. And we out of here. Peace. And
2: if he loves you, he's going to understand that. But if you playing with a nigga who already got
1: options, Coochie Gang's not going to work. Mm-mm. What will work with a guy who has so many options? Nothing.